right. Ugh. How we doing? Hey. Hey, everybody. It's the best show here at thebestshow.net, not... It's the the new home of the best show for the uh, forever. This is where the best show lives. How we sound, Mike? Good. Good. You fired up? You pumped? What's that, Mike? I can't, this guy, I don't know, I can't, I can't, I can't do it with this guy. So, what is the deal? You go to thebestshow.net to listen to this, but if you're hearing this, you might be listening to the podcast, maybe. I guess, right? I don't know how you're hearing it. Maybe you're hearing this 500 years from now in some sort of, maybe on the deck of the Enterprise, you're hearing it. The Enterprise, they always on the Star Trek, always like, I'm a, it's always like, uh, Star Trek, the next generation is always like, huge, Apparently Gilbert and Sullivan make the, uh, make the leap in terms of what, what, uh, uh, what, uh, what stays alive 700 years later. Like, if that show takes place in the 2400s, wouldn't the, uh, nothing happened in the five, six hundred years? Between when we're seeing it, between when Gilbert and Sullivan happened and when they're on the deck of the Enterprise, do we listen to anything that's 600 years old now? That sounds like a uh, set up for a uh, Larry King joke. If I only wrote... For a late night talk show, that would have been my pitch, would have been. Is there anything we listened to from 600 years ago? Boo boo Larry King. Computer. Generate some public domain content. That's what it would have been like. Give me compute, give me public domain. What do we have complete clearance of? Let's all sing Camp Town Races on board the Enterprise. And we can't uh, get, get uh, this dude, Patrick Stewart, King of Brooklyn. This guy, how'd that happen? Has been in New York for uh, six weeks. Suddenly he's like, 
Did you see Patrick Stewart ate some pizza? So what music did we hear? Well, we heard Here Comes the Flood uh, by Robert Fripp from the uh, Exposure album. Doesn't he have a beautiful singing voice? Isn't that... No, because it wasn't his singing voice. It was... uh, It was... uh, 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 Peter Gabriel singing that from the Exposure album. A song that also appears on a... uh, Peter Gabriel solo album and a very big very big version of the song before that we heard the monkeys with as we go along from the head soundtrack good stuff by the monkeys. Got Mickey Dolan's rookie card. Looking at it right now. Mounted to the uh, to the bulletin board here in the studio. Prior to that, we heard Robert Wyatt from this '68 collection. Which is basically uh, some, what are these, demos, I believe? It's got an early version of uh, Moon and June on it. This came out about a year ago, and we heard uh, a song called Chelsea. By Robert Wyatt. Whose book I have, he wrote a, well he didn't write it, I guess it's an authorized biography, I have it, I can't wait to read it. Starting off, we heard the feelies slipping into something from the uh, Good Earth album. And someone over at I believe in the Friends of Tom chat. Maybe I saw it was just floating around online for a second. I saw they said, hey, the last time uh, Tom played that song was when um, the hurricane rolled in. And... Uh, And wiped out New Jersey. Remember the hurricane? Yeah. That was the first show back a couple of years ago. I played that song and I played it tonight. Um, yeah, I'm going to talk for a minute. Um, boop, 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 boop. I want to thank everybody who uh, sent me all kinds of nice uh, notices and letters and uh, emails and cards and all the things I got. Um, 
over the last week. Um, yeah, thank you so much. My father, uh, died last week. Uh, it was, uh, totally unexpected. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, a week ago. And we, uh, you know, last week I was not here. Uh, Mike and Jason and Brendan and Pat all, uh, stepped up and filled in. And I appreciate that also. Um, I'm just getting, uh, I'm getting music queued up here for the next set. Let me get this here. Hopefully they edit this out on the, uh, deck of the Enterprise. 500 years ago, you, uh, from now, you can enter, ex- edit out that, uh, little music, uh, cue there. Or you leave it in. Back when people had to cue things with their hands. So, uh, yeah, pretty much this has been the worst week I could ever imagine. Um, you know, um, Let me just start talking here. Um, you know, my father, he was a really good guy. He, um, it's like if you like me, then, um, you like him, cause. Any, uh, humor, any of that, that all came from him. Um, everybody liked him, and he was super positive guy who uh just had so many friends and when we uh did the services for him it was i mean hundreds of people were coming out to say how much they liked him uh you know people who were in you know grade school with this guy were were coming out and saying how much he meant to them, uh, it was really amazing. Hundreds of people, um, and we, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's been just the worst week imaginable. Making all the arrangements for things like this is just inconceivable that you're going to have to do that in your life, but. You gotta do it, and you know we uh 
we made all the arrangements and then uh we all went me and my you know mom and sister and my lady friend aka Terry T at Ch- Terry Cherry um we went to this uh, this Italian restaurant that my father used to go to and uh and then it was just like he's like well the guy the owner of the place is like what's wrong what's wrong it's like yeah my father just died um died yesterday and uh and then this guy the owner goes on this like like the pizzeria owner starts going like, uh, and it's an, it's a, you know, it's one of these places where I say Italian restaurant, but it's like pizzeria up front, eight tables in the back, fake wall painting of, uh, if you're looking out at a palazzo, is it palazzo? Is that a thing? You know, the type of place, the type of place that uh, I used to have a cigarette machine up front that would have a, uh, the the freebie uh magazine for uh to look at uh cars that people were selling that you could stare at if you didn't have anything to read in the pizzeria sitting there staring at a uh oh look at this uh oh so that's how much motorcycles go for okay this owner the pizza man it's like starts like laying on the heaviest stuff on earth it was like it was like he was getting points for every time he could try to make everybody cry in my family oh this is terrible so terrible i can't believe it like uh you'll feel you'll feel this forever like oh he's gone forever like what are you saying pizza like Hey, pizza guy. Like, and he also wouldn't like leave either. Like one of those things where he's like sitting, he's like standing at the table. It's like, yeah, we're ready to start eating the the food. Pizza guy. You don't have to stand here doing your one man show, uh, trying to make, uh, my whole family cry. This is the worst. It's the worst. Yeah, we know it's the worst. Don't you? Have a uh, calzone to heat up or something, pizza guy. Like, it's unbelievable. Unbel- like, your father was a good man. It's like, all right, we. It's like you didn't. You know him when he like. Oh, he's a good man. Why? Because he liked a chicken parm sub. He was a good. That's what you know about him. Good man because uh, he liked extra sauce on his. Uh, Thing. It's like, I think we know who he is. Your father's a good, and look, I know this guy was well-meaning, but it was like, this was like the biggest flop he could have ever, like this guy would have known the, like in his mind, he's like, I'm helping these people heal. Like for all of us, it's like, you're killing us, pizza man. You're killing us. You're trying to like, what are you doing to us, pizza man? 
ta, 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 take it easy. Oh, this, this is the worst. The older, you know, you're going to feel this loss forever. Okay, yeah. All right. Yeah. No, no kidding, pizza guy. Don't you? And it's naturally one of these pizzerias where the classic... He's got a flat screen. For every, every pizzeria has a flat screen TV. It's three flat screen TVs now. And they just all have Fox News on. Like that's, like that's neutral programming. Like, yeah, I really want to see that. What, like I should have a choice whether I want to see, um, that guy Bernie. That guy Bernie is the word. Bernie. I don't know what that guy's name is. He's like this white-haired guy. A big shocker. White-haired guy on Fox News. But it's like, put something neutral on pizza, man. The only thing worse than that is when you're eating at a place and then suddenly they start showing a food network and you see better food than you're actually eating right now. Like, like why are you showing this? Yeah, although a couple weeks ago... uh we went out to eat after the show, and uh, the diner, they were showing The Walking Dead at it, which was nice touch. Have the, see a guy with no legs crawling, gore pouring out of him as he's trying to escape a zombie. Crawling down the, the street. It's, it's food, food time guy. Did you pick, put, 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 uh, also uh, one time I ate at the diner uh, near me and they showed that, that show Trip Tank, which is like this cartoon. It's just like, everything was like gruesome on it. Is no one seeing this? You can't, can't put Byron Allen on something neutral. We can all just watch Byron Allen talk to the Unleashed comics. We all can't just watch that. Something nice. Oh, pizza man, you got me. You got me, pizza man. I'm going to get this pizza man back somehow. Even the score. Now, he was well-meaning. Um, yeah, you know, one thing I'm happy with is that I was uh, pretty square with my father. Um, you know, you sort the things that you have through your life out and you bring them up and you talk them through and then you move on. And I was lucky that I got to do that and was lucky to be just friends with, with him for the last couple few years, um, of his life and just kind of would like hang out with him. And, uh, like over the summer, uh, and I just, I, you could also, I could just tell, it was, there was just the feeling, it's like, like this won't last forever. And like he was in, he was in good health for, uh, you know, guy getting up there, but he, he didn't have, you know, crippling health issues, but you could still, you still just know, it's like, we're in a good place now. I got to appreciate this. Over the summer, he was, um, he was like, Hey, you want to go to, uh, I got tickets to a Yankee game today. He called me in the early afternoon and I was busy and, uh, but then it's like, you know what? Let's go. Dropped everything I had going on. Everybody can wait till tomorrow. 
It's one of the best things I ever uh, did. So we went to the game. Um, and then uh, we're like walking through the uh, through the uh, stadium trying to find where these seats are. And like, I look at the tickets. It's like face value on the tickets, $20. $20? What are these? Who gave you these tickets? 20 like, I didn't know they had, and it's like, and they were like seats out in like the bleachers, like, like the bleacher bleachers, like where the, behind the home run wall, where the animals lay. So, and it was, uh, it was so much fun though, cause just sitting out there, uh, and that's where they do all like the, if you've ever seen like a Yankee game where they all, basically the people in the, uh, in the bleachers harangue every, uh, Yankee as they take the field by chanting their name until they acknowledge them. So it'd be like, Derek Jeter, dunk, 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 dunk. And finally he would like wave and then they cheer. They do it to everybody. And it's like fun when you're there. You're like, oh, this is hilarious. This is so much fun seeing how this goes down. And we, we were having a lot of fun seeing that. And this is also pre, uh, Nike commercial. I could only imagine the pandemonium if the cap tipper from the respect spot with a guy sandwiched between, uh, Billy Crystal and, uh, and, uh, uh, Rudy, uh, was out there. Can you imagine I'd be just uh, signing autographs all day? Yeah, it's me. The guy at the 29 second mark in the 90 second Yankee commercial that ran for two days. That's right. No, I was not there when Derek Jeter was there. That, none, that's how things are filmed, everyone, but please. It's got an orderly line going here. So if only those gorillas knew who was sitting right next to them. Um, so the, everybody's chanting and we're, we're, we had a great time watching it. But the thing you don't realize is that they don't stop. They do that all game long. Ichiro. Got Ichiro. Like seventh inning now. Hey, Ichiro. He, he waved here already. What's he got? He, he needs to wave every time he takes the field. Ichiro. Um, so my, it's what, a, that was one of the things I'm, I'll, I'll forever be grateful that I didn't get caught up in, uh, like day to day stuff and, um, and, uh, let something that I wouldn't even remember right now uh have have made me miss that day. So yeah, so that and you know this studio it's uh he's a part of this studio. There's this table right here that I'm tapping. He uh we were trying to put legs on it and he put the he mounted the legs on this table. Cause, uh, he was really 
super handy. Um, but look, to be fair, I, it's as much of a testament to my incompetence as to his handiness. Like, it's not exactly like he, uh, is not exactly, uh, it's an Ikea table. I couldn't get the legs on. I'm really stupid. I never said I wasn't stupid. Bolts kept flying across the room when I tried to screw it in. Admittedly, the table's a heavier stock. He knew what to do. You soap up the, you soap them up. Are they bolts? I don't even know if they're bolts. I don't even know these things. But, he is a part of the, uh, studio, which I'm really happy that there's a table here that, uh, he put together. Um, I tried to just do as much as I could, uh, you know, Thursday we said, uh, did the funeral Thursday night. I went, uh, did the Kevin Corrigan show, which was uh, a lot of fun. I was supposed, I was on the, on the books to do that already. And I, I didn't want to miss things. And he would have been just devastated if I would have started missing all sorts of things for that. So I did it. It was fun. Um, Kevin Corrigan is awesome and, uh, we'll have him in here. Uh, maybe he can reenact the scene with Mike again, the, the, uh, from the new pornographers video, they can do their, their, uh, standoff, their heat stuff. Is that heat? Would you, what would, what movie would that be like? I didn't ask you. I can hear Mike out there. Just the the one, the conversation with this guy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, kind of. I need a second door. I need a second door. I got the door shut. I can still hear him. Second door. Write that. Second. Let me get a. I'm actually going to write that down. Second door. In parentheses. Super thick. Super thick slash soundproofed. Um, Friday went to see Patton Oswalt at uh, Carnegie Hall, which was just fantastic. He's so great, and uh, seeing him there do uh, do what he does was really. Uh, Hi everybody, Tim Heidecker here. We have a brand new Office Hours that just came out of the oven. We've got legendary psych rocker Ty Siegel. And Doug is back from down under. G'day. G'day. And his mommy came with him. Mommy and Gary Lusenhop are here too. Alicia let me know that she finished the White Album, has thoughts on that. So much more on this legendary episode of Office Hours. Find us on your podcast app of choice or watch us on YouTube at youtube.com slash office hours live. Who are the animals? Because I don't I smell, them. smell them. Heartening to see somebody I've known for a long time like that grow and grow and grow and keep getting better and better. And to see him where he belongs at the point where he belongs there is great. It's just he earned it and he got there. So really amazing um i was trying to do stuff and then on the weekend i just ran out of gas just big time like crashed 
sat on the couch, couldn't move. Um, Julie Klausner sent me this awesome, and I'm not saying this to be like, uh, I'm just saying it because uh, she sent this gift basket with all this food and stuff, which I just pretty much ate an entire gift basket. They, which uh, I just sat on the weekend and ate a gift basket. Row, it'd be just like, row cookies? Yeah, let's do that next. Okay. Entire bag of caramels? I think I can, uh, I'll do half now, half in 15 minutes. Oh, these are extra salty. Mmm, this one's got butterscotch in it. You could make a case if you are a conspiracy type person that, uh, Gift baskets that are sent out for bereavement, ironically, shorten the life of the bereaving because they eat 45 pounds of garbage. That's how they get you. Big gift basket, right? That's how they get you. You're sad because someone died. Someone sends you a gift basket. You eat it. And you, you live, you don't live as long. Cause you ate so much of the stuff. You ate like a, you ate like an untethered dog. Yeah, that'll be, uh, I'll work that into my, uh, one man show. That whole gift basket thing. Um. Yeah, and on the weekend I was just sat there, watched uh, foot, football games. It was awesome to see the uh, Cowboys get jobbed after they advanced because the Lions got jobbed. It's so awesome because they can't say anything. Your call's not fair. You wouldn't be in the game if... The last week you got an unfair call. Went your way. That Chris Christie, man. That guy. What a creep. What a creep that guy is. I know I've said it before. That dude has the perennial look of a commuter just getting off the train. Just that gray parlor and the everything's just sloppy and like unkempt like he just got off a train like oh you never believe the day i had the train was 25 minutes late then it stopped it just stopped we're stuck on the train there's no air conditioning and then we oh so glad to be home he looks like that every day he was in a first class skybox this guy and that's still how he looks like like he just got off the uh the northeast, uh, northeastern corridor train, and ha- had to walk half mile to his car. That guy, he's a bum. So watch that. Then yesterday, I'm like, you know what? I got to pull it together here. I got to start getting some stuff done, and I start getting stuff done and. Try to figure things out, and then, uh, oh boy, later in the day, I find out that, um, 
my grandmother died yesterday, which was, so that's two people in one week. That's what we're, that's what 2015's carrying right now. Yeah, that was, that was rough. That just, um, yeah, so I'm pretty numb right now and I'm kind of lost, I guess you could say. And, um, I had so many expectations for 2013 2013! Look, I did have expectations for 2013 also. We see where those went. Then I had them for 2014. Saw where those went. I came into this year feeling like I did, I laid groundwork like nobody's business for 2014. And here we go in 2015 and boom. And now I am just I am in just shock. I don't even know what to do. And the idea of having this show, this is when this show is supposed to start. And this is when we're supposed to go uh, go crazy with this. And then to have a funny show when the last thing you feel like doing is being funny. Oh, my God. There's, I just, you know, a part, a part of me would love to just crawl in a hole and just stay there. But, like, I don't know. Uh, you know, like a, a part of me also, um, knows that that's just not how it can be. That I'm, this is what this show does and it's it's a it's a it's a thing and i got to be here cuz i i love it and it's hard to do right now but i'll do it and i'll figure this out and the show the amount of people saying how much this show helped them when they were having a hard time uh through family members dying or people being sick and all the the ways that this show was there for them really is just, I'll never be able to express how much that means that this show can help people through those times. And, uh, but it's like, where's my version of that show? Where's mine? I don't have one. I gotta find it. I thought I found it. I started watching this show on the Country Network. Is it called the Country Network? Country Music Television? CMT? Is that what it is? Steve Austin has this show, The Wrestler. You know, the... The fake wrestling, not real wrestling. You know, children's wrestling. Um, Not... High school wrestling. He, he, um, has this show where it's like Steve Austin's like broken skull challenge or something like that. I gotta try to find, what is this show called? Basically, basically this show consists of, it looks like it's filmed on like an industrial, uh, like a toxic waste dump, like 
condemned land. It looks like it's filmed on. And, uh, it's basically a bunch of tough guys all have to like, I saw this one thing where these guys had to like, guy where they gave him a sledgehammer. These each guy, each guy had a sledgehammer. Then they had to like run 50 feet and start smashing this cement block and then get a, to, to knock a big, to, to free a, a bigger sledgehammer from the cement. Then they took that bigger sledgehammer, ran 50 feet, smashed another concrete block and, and got another sledgehammer out of it, which was even bigger. Then smashed another one and got another, like an enormous sledgehammer from it. Then they ran and then they wrestled like in, like a sumo ring. After they were smashing sledgehammers. I just like, I, I watched uh, two episodes that I was like, maybe this is my best show. Maybe Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge is as close as I'm going to. Because look, there there ain't no, no show near this show. I can't hear. I got nothing. Why don't you listen? Oh, best show helped me so much. Your thing. Well, I got no best show. What am I supposed to do? Listen to tape of myself? <laughs> I just, just no, I'm not gonna try it, Mike. Try, it. Mike, try it. Maybe it'll work. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass, Mike. I hear that voice all day long, all night. That guy on the radio, he, he doesn't go anywhere, Mike. He's with me all the time. So there, so maybe I, I got, I got no best show. Maybe Steve Austin's Broken Skull Challenge is my best show. All right, come on, get tough. Steve Austin's like, smash that concrete, smash that, put your legs into it. Come on, boy, get in there. Swing that, swing that sledgehammer. And then he like guides you through an obstacle course that like, it looks like it's like meant to like kill the people. All right. You climb up that rope and then you jump down and then you jump into this. This water's 30 degrees and you swim under. It's like, what if the guy stops swimming halfway through? You have stuff on top of it. It's going to be trapped under there. All right. Come on. Don't you look back and be like, I should have given it more. And he doesn't even look like he's in that good a shape. He's just one of these guys looks like he's all arms. Giant belly with giant ripped arms. Got those Hulk Hogan muscles. Those like, they look like they're just like hams from the deli counter. They're like, there's no like definition on them. It's just like, like Hulk Hogan looks like if you like, put hams in like a in like a, a tanning salon like a, a tanner like that's what his arms look like no definition i need a best show i got no best show yeah i got i i, I started this year thinking this was going to be something it, it is not turning out to be in one week my my year and my life has been upended and uh I don't know. I, I don't know what to do. And I, I, 
I guess maybe this in a weird way is why I have to keep doing this is cause there's stuff to be done and, um, and, uh, yeah, my father, man, he would be, he was like the proudest guy of anything I did. Like he had the, like my parents have the thing from New York magazine where I look like I'm crawling out of a, a like a, a steam tunnel. Like the one person who drew me where I look like, the, like somebody ripped the mask off the Phantom of the Opera. Like I'm like even holding like a Phantom of the Opera pose in it. Like I've never, first of all, I, I don't own any like acid wash jeans, which I'm wearing in that picture. I don't wear jeans. And my 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 face looks like it's uh, uh like uh like if if Edward James almost was melting, that's what it looks like. A melting Edward James almost, almost. James, I look like Edward James almost. Yeah, they had that on the refrigerator. So proud. That guy was so proud. And. uh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I got work to do here. Oh, thank you for putting it in the, on the Friends of Tom message board. There it is. There it is. I look like, I don't know what that, I don't own pants that color. And look at them. I, I, I like, I, like I'm like a, I'm shaped like a candy bar with like pipe cleaners coming off of it. Like I'm just completely narrow. Like, not narrow, it's like I'm, like a, like, it's like a ruler. Like it, there's no shape. I'm gonna start suing these people if they start drawing bad pictures of me. I'm gonna start taking them all to court. You watch out. I'll see you in court. Yeah, I, I gotta keep, we got work to do here. I got, I, this show exists for a reason. Um, I had plans for this year. I'm going to just, I got to get my, I'll get, get, uh, we'll get, get the house in order. And then we're just going to go, we're going to go harder, even harder than I had planned on going. Cause now, uh, I don't know. I got, uh, I got, I got something to prove now. It's hard, hard week. It's not going to get any easier. Um, one thing I can say to you guys is, uh, if your parents are still around, man, get, uh, get square with your parents. If you can, if you're like just on okay terms with them, fix that and talk to them. And just, uh, even, you don't have to hang out with them all the time. Just talk to them. Talk to them. Move forward. Um, like ask, I would ask, you know, ask your parents about stuff that happened to, that happened in their life before you were born. Cause they were, uh, they were people before that. And that's just like, you'll be shocked at some of the stuff you, uh, you hear. Some great stuff, and you'll see them as as not just your parents, you see them as uh, real people. And I'm glad I got to do that, and I'll forever be glad I did that. 
Um, so you should do that if that's where you're at. Um, yeah. Kind of like that song, The Living Years. You know that song? Except not. That song's terrible, right? It's a bad song. Good message, bad song. Maybe the OCs should rewrite The Living Years. Get that message out there. Guys, what I'm going to do is play a little bit of music. And we're going, then we will do a show, show. But I just needed to do this at the head of the show. Um, thank you everybody who supported me over the last week. I got uh, a lot of people in my corner. I'll never forget it. Um, yeah, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play a couple records that I know my father uh, liked. And then... I'll play a record that I like, and you'll probably be able to identify the difference. I don't know if my father would have been a big King Tough fan, but play a couple records he liked, and then we'll do the show. Thanks, everybody, and... One of my, one of his favorite albums was this album by the Steve Miller Band. So let's listen to this. Everybody, best show back. We just heard two from King Tough on a uh, two for Tuesday here at thebestshow.net. We heard Headbanger from the new King Tough album. Black Moon Spell. Headbanger. Video coming out, uh, I believe, a week or so. My bro, uh, Jake Fogelnest, directed for King Tough. I can't wait to see it. Very exciting. And before that... What song did we hear before that? Stupid Superstar from the self-titled King Tough album. And a couple songs my father liked. Heard Lodi by uh, Credence Clearwater Revival. And Fly Like an Eagle by Steve Miller Band. So, yeah. The phone number. Lines are all full, but I'll tell you anyway. The phone number is 
Bestshow.net. We're here till around midnight. You should all know. Very fancy thing at San Francisco Sketchfest, at the SF Sketchfest. Uh, go see, uh, special tribute to Sharpling and Worcester will be happening January 25th. Sunday, January 25th at San Francisco Sketchfest. Got John Darnielle, Mountain Goats, Bob Mould be there. Uh, and uh, Andy Kindler will be there. So it's going to be great. If you're going to the Sketchfest, go to this. I would love to see you. And uh, big announcements going next week. Next week, big announcements on the best show. Got to be here. We got to start ramping this thing up, man. It's time. We got to start uh, getting some guests on here, getting some uh, uh, some sexy uh, guests. Bring the dum-dums into the fold who need guests. Right, Mike? This should be enough. You and me should be enough. You know what I mean? Should be. No, they don't want you. They don't want you. You got your cult following, yeah. Somebody who I'm not even going to name. I, I tell you, Mike, a guy wrote me who's like a real successful guy in the world of uh, animation. He's re- he's responsible for one of the coolest uh, uh, TV shows going, animation-wise. You know what he said to me? I'm coming to the area. Do you know the hours that, that Mike bartends? Do you, do you know Mike's schedule? And this is like a this is like a guy who created like a real show that people really like, and he wants to come see see you uh, uh, bartend. This week we're having chili. Mike just said. Mike said uh, he's at masses in in uh, Bayonne. You can always go by. Well, when are you there, Mike? Sundays? Sundays, all day. Go. Masses in Bayonne. Come in the morning. Mike wants you to come in the morning. Oh. I gotta, I gotta go there. I, I gotta start hanging out. Maybe I'll start hanging out in Masses. I got nothing to live for now. My world's falling apart. Start seeing me at Masses. Right? I'm always welcome. Oh, why, well, thank you. I'm always welcome. Anybody with a wallet and a pulse is welcome at masses. Always welcome. Like, like, sorry. We don't, we don't want your kind here. Besho, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? Uh, my name is Cole Cat. Oh, hold on one second. I'm going to just turn this down a little bit. What's your name? Uh, my name is Cole Kaz. Cole Kaz? Yes. What? what, what Cole, C-O-L-E? Yes, K-A-Z. What can I do for you, Cole Kaz? Well, I was wondering if you had a minute to talk about consciousness. 
Besho, you're on the air. Oh, hey, Tom. Goes on hold for an hour and a half. Not gonna. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna. Uh, got a minute to talk consciousness. Let's talk for an hour. Goon, right? Who's this? Uh, what's yep. your name, young man? Uh, my name's Chris. I'm calling from Los Angeles, California. Chris from Los Angeles, California. How are these callers sounding, guys? How are we doing? Boost them. Um, gonna boost them. Gonna ride you guys up. How about that? Uh, can you say something there, Chris? Uh, sure. Uh, I wanted to uh, send my condolences to you, Sam. I'm real sorry. Thank you. I appreciate it. What's going on tonight, buddy? Uh, so uh, you, maybe you can tell from my accent. I just moved to L.A. I used to live in England. Okay. Uh, so uh, I kind of wanted to do. I kind of wanted to talk to you about something, but I wondered if you would very kindly let me kind of just give a shout out to any L.A. FOTs, and maybe people could uh, you know get in touch with me afterwards. And what's your um, what's your like name? What's your name? What's your name, young man? My name is Chris. Chris. Okay. What neighborhood you in? A, what neighborhood you in? I live in uh, Eagle Rock. Eagle Rock. And what what brought you to uh, to uh, Los Angeles? Well, you know, it's one of those things. It was like the right time in life to make a change, mm -hmm. you know. And uh, I had some family here, so it seemed like uh, who wouldn't want to move to California if you could, you know, get out of England because it's going down the tubes. So it seemed like a, a good move. You're not like the limey, are you? Like going through Los Angeles, like fighting uh, dudes? No, <laughs> no, sir. I was actually born in Los Angeles. You were born in Los Angeles, then you went to London, now you're back in Los Angeles. Correct. Okay. That's true. Guilty as charged. So, so uh... I would... What? Go ahead. I just kind of wanted to, uh, you know, uh, let any LAFOTs know I was here, and then maybe people want to grab a coffee or hang out, I could be able to All right. set my network of uh, local friends. How can they find you? You on the, you on the Twitter? I'm on Twitter. What's your handle on Twitter? It's uh, Chris uh, underscore Whitehead. Okay. And I'm on the uh, FOT forum. Uh, CSW is okay. my handle on there. What's your what 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 uh what's your soccer team? Uh, I, I don't really have one. Uh, there was like a local team where I used to live, but it's kind of like a minor. They're in the lower leagues, like a minor league thing. What was their name? Their name was uh, the Preston damned, North End. The Damned United? <laughs> Pretty much. So did you were you a soccer hooligan ever? Football hooligan? Uh, no, no, sir. I really prefer uh, cricket for the English sports. Okay. Or baseball for the U.S. sports. Sure. Cricket, baseball, <laughs> the, the American cricket. <laughs> right. Yeah. You like You like the boring stuff, don't you? That, that, I, yeah, that unfortunately is true when it comes to sports. <laughs> well, look, if everybody in Los Angeles wants to hang out with this guy and talk about, uh, what do you want to talk about? Hugh Grant? Uh, I, like mu uh, like music, uh, you know, uh, like food, um, into sports a little bit, just kind of anything, you know. Sure. We're trying to, me and my wife are here, we're just trying to, you know, get me cool okay. people. I well, think people, would be. people can track you down. Maybe you go get some eel pie, right? Right. That would be great. Go down by the, the water, right? Sure. What are you going to yeah. do? The uh, water, is that right? Yeah, the you know, beach or the lakes, sure. sure. Go down to the beach, drive your uh, drive your moped into the ocean. 
All right. Well, thank um, you for the call, buddy. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Can I ask you one other thing? Sure. Please. Yes, you uh, may. So, like, one of the things I'm excited about, you know, moving here is I'm going to be able to see, like, a whole bunch more bands than I was able to see in England. And, you know, I got, like, a bunch of bands that are, like, on my list. You know, like, bands that are together, but you never get a chance to see them play for various reasons rather than bands that broke up. I was wondering, is there, like, one band that still plays that you've always wanted to see and never quite got the chance to? Is there a band that still plays that I haven't had a chance to see? Right, rather than one that broke up. I don't know. I try I try to see everybody I want to see. Yeah, I guess you probably have more opportunities than I did. You could have so. seen them at the Polytech. I read, uh, <laughs> I see the ads in the back of Mojo, right? <laughs> yeah, uh, the, no, that's true. seems like the Stranglers are always playing. They're always playing some Polytech. <laughs> Stranglers at the Polytech. Right. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking more kind of punk bands that don't make it to England and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. Well. Yeah, no, I guess you have more opportunities. There was a, you know, I, just, I thought maybe there would be one guy you'd always. Well, now you like, do. Why, why you should go see Ty oh, Siegel. Yeah. You should see Ty Siegel while you're here. I am excited to do that. I, luckily, I've seen him before, so I know how great he is. Okay. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing him on his home turf. Mm-hmm. What about White Fence? Have you seen them? No, that's one of the that's one of the guys I just missed, and uh, yeah, they they toured like mm-hmm. right after I left. Mm-hmm. So I definitely I want to see White Fence, and they're touring with Ultimate Painting. I don't know if you that okay. you know that band. What band? Ultimate Painting, British I the, band. I know the name. I got. I'll check it out. Yeah, you should also check nice. out. Uh, you should also check out the uh, Dean Norris explosion. You know the guy from. Uh, you know who that is <laughs> Hank from Breaking the, Bad. The bad guy. Yeah, he's got he's got a band. Wow, okay. You should check them out. (laughs) Okay. They sound like the polyphonic spree, but bluesy. Oh, that sounds like the worst combination of things ever. A bluesy polyphonic spree. Can you imagine what that would be like? That would be the worst. That that might be... We we might have just figured out the worst possible band ever. A bluesy polyphonic spree. 70 people on stage doing the one blues song. Right? (laughs) I can't think of a worse combination. And you know when John Fogarty, not to go too far off off topic, he he sings like on Proud Mary. He's like, "Big wheel, keep on toying, right? Proud Mary, keep on boying." You know where he's from, right? He's from like North California. Yeah, he's from the Bay Area. And then, but when Elvis Presley sings Proud Mary. He says, big wheel, keep on turning, proud Mary, keep on burning. Like Elvis says, turning, he's from the South. John Fogarty, who basically is from like Berkeley, says, toining. Big wheel, keep on toining. Well, I can remember the 4th of July. Riding on the bar train. Right? That's like what he should have been singing about. The bar train. Hoofing it across the, uh, you know, through that big park in San Francisco. I don't know what these things are called. You have a great day. Welcome to America. Welcome. Goodbye. Best show, you're on the air. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. Is this Tom? It is Tom. Oh, my God. Hi, Tom. 
Hi, who's this? This is Jonathan from Louisville, Kentucky. Jonathan from Louisville. Yeah, Louisville or Louisville. 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 Home of Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, yep, Ali Center downtown. Slint. Slint, yep. Do you think Muhammad Ali has ever heard any squirrel bait related band? Like even just once. Like even just like Papa M. Like he's in a he's in like a place and they play like Big Wheel. Maybe. Has maybe. Ma- has Muhammad Ali ever heard like Zwan? Was anybody in Zwan in Squirrel Bay? I, I know. I think Zwan, that was like a Chicago thing. But it had, uh, 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 uh what's oh. his face in it? Uh, Matt Sweeney, Jersey. Yeah, yeah. Skunk. Yeah. Skunk. Yeah. The guy from Skunk. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How many times you can say yeah? What, 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 okay. what do you got okay. for me, buddy? Well, listen. Um, one thing I want to. Oh, let you oh know I will that. listen. I will listen. Okay. Okay. Listen. Okay. What are you, Barack Obama? <laughs> um, actually, even though the best show is not on the air in 2014, 2014 was kind of a rough year, and listening to those archives really got me through. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Yeah. What's my show? Sec- secondly. Yeah. Secondly, mm-hmm. I was making dinner tonight. And um, I happened to be listening to our local NPR station. We have three NPR stations here. And I was listening to the music one. And they had a syndicated program. And Roger Hodgson from Supertramp was the guest. Really? Yes, the, 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 the newest addition to the hate pit. The guy from Supertramp? Yeah, the guy who wrote his own Wikipedia article. Which which NP you have three NPR stations down there? We have three NPR stations, yeah. We have eighty nine point three, which is talk. Okay. Ninety one point nine, which is music, and ninety point five, which is classical music. I was listening to ninety one point nine. What time was this? Uh wanna say about six thirty, it was uh yeah, about six thirty. Okay. What was on what what show was it? It's uh, a World Cafe. Okay. Do you listen to that regularly? I, I, I didn't know if I should be saying this, but yeah, it was a, it's a regular show that's on. Uh-huh. And he was, he was kind of talking, he was, he, he was talking about how... Things this show invented. The idea that this show invented that. If that's all, if that's all this show is responsible for, that's more than most people. Most people didn't do that. You fade bad company up when somebody's uh, making everybody fall asleep. Best show. We did. We invented that. There's like a thousand things this show invented. Never get our just desserts. I can't even have a hashtag without a, uh, got this, uh, best show number four life hashtag. That never, that, that never existed before, right, Mike? 
I don't know why. Jason, did that ever exist? I want to ask him, Mike. Mike, never. Yeah, thank you. And now I get this hashtag. We we start this hashtag best show number four life for like Twitter and stuff. And I, I look at this thing. I want I want to barf when I look at it now. Every every drip is on this thing, saying like, "Good wife is on tonight." Hashtag best show for life. Oh, looking forward to. I'm gonna find. Let me find one. Yeah, let me find. I gotta find one. It makes me wanna. Yeah, the Goldbergs. Look, which I actually like. I I watch the Goldberg. I think the Goldbergs is a funny show. I'll say that. I like some some uh, some TV myself. I like the Goldbergs, like uh, the one brother on the Goldbergs. The kid looks like he's pushing forty already. The older brother, that kid, funny kid, funny kid, I like the Goldbergs. I'll I'll watch that. I'll watch. Uh, I'll watch. Uh, let me scroll through. Where? Where? Let me see one of these. This is gonna drive me nuts when I see some of these things. Love and Hip Hop Hollywood Best Show for Life. I'm look at this one. This one. This one. I gotta see if this is somebody who listens to this show. Set. No, it isn't. Look this one. This one I could have conjured in my sleep. Somebody tweeted at two two. The guy who plays the snooze on Sons of Anarchy, the, the, the Irish dude. At Tommy Flanagan. I'm Scottish. Can I get a fellow Scot, can a fellow Scotsman get a retweet? Hashtag best show for life. Hashtag Sam Crow. Hashtag Sons of Anarchy. Hashtag FX. Hashtag Tuesday Tease. Hashtag not the same. Hashtag Redwood. Like, Oh, they got this trouble. This guy, John, uh, uh, not, this guy, there's this, uh, Paul Giamatti impersonator who listens to the show. He's on Twitter as not Giamatti. Legally, he had to put not Giamatti up there. Cause he sounds like Paul Giamatti. And he's like, what about the middle with Neil Flynn? I like that show. I like Neil Flynn. Funny guy. He's currently beating me, uh, at fantasy basketball this week. Might not be happy about that. <laughs> So uh yeah, people, what are we gonna do? We gotta get a new. I gotta get a new hashtag going here. These people have ruined. What, what, what are we gonna do? Best show time. That stinks. Like, I look. I look at this thing. They ruined it. We invented. They ruin it. That should be the story of my life. That's. This show started when Bill Clinton was president. By the way. Best show. That's gonna be, that's gonna be what I want on my tombstone. We invented it, they ruin it. You can't throw a rock without hearing some fourth rate podcast man now. The, the, the guts of the best show laying there, they assemble their own thing. They're buying cars with what they made on this thing. I can't, I can't even afford a Hot Wheel. I gotta get a loan for a Hot Wheel. I went to uh, uh, Toys R Us and got a loan. I got a Hot Wheel on layaway. Look at these things. Best show, number four life. 
Supernatural. I just love this show. Hashtag supernatural. First of all, what's wrong with you? Supernatural. Like, supernatural. Oh. This depresses me. Can't even have... We invent it, they ruin it. Watching hashtag Glee, loving it. Hashtag best show number for life. Look at this one. MASH. MASH. Best show for life. MASH. MASH is not the best. Like, can you imagine if MASH was... Who could watch MASH now? Who can actually watch an episode of MASH? Hey, watch. Did you see the episode where uh, Klinger uh, is trying to get out of the army? Did you see that one? Oh, you got to watch this one. This is the one where, where Hawkeye really teases uh, a Winchester. Really gives him the business. This, this is the one where they uh, where they say some stuff to Hot Lips. Mash. Who's watching that? They should delete it. They should delete Mash. Get a giant magnet. Wipe those tapes. That's what I gotta do. That's my goal in life now. Delete Mash. That's my caper. That's my Ocean's Eleven. Sharpling's Eleven. Get my team together. Me. AP Mike. Andy Kindler, Gary the Squirrel, Jake Fuglenest, Julie Klausner. The goal is to erase MASH. Hmm. Did did you see the episode? This is the one where uh, Colonel Potter gets mad at everyone for goofing around, but then has to admit they did a good job. Yeah, hashtag delete mash. Thank you. Let's get that hashtag. Maybe that should be the new best show for life. We'll just call the hashtag delete mash. Nobody's ever going to accidentally use that. Hashtag delete mash is the new hashtag best show for life. Yeah, Cliff Scurlock wants to be on the team for, and he's writing a race mash. Well, you, you came close, buddy. He hashtag a race mash. You can be on. I like Cliff. He's a, a former guy. He's in like thirty bands. This guy he was in the uh, it, 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 hero. He was a hero of 2014. Stood up for what was right, and then got the kibosh. Hero of 2014. One of my heroes, Cliff Scurlock. Stood up for what was right. Thank you. Thank you for doing the right thing, buddy. We need more guys like you. Oh, I I forgot that I have a guest. Oh, my goodness. (sighs) Man, you know... This week has been so rough, tough week. But you know, this 
this should kind of hopefully lift everybody's spirits kind of change the mood. And uh, this is a, this is, I guess you call this a feel good story. If, uh, if you follow New Jersey Little League, then you're, you, I'm sure you heard about, uh, Mark the Arm Rample, uh, and how he came off the bench back during the, uh, the season. So the, when the, the Newbridge miniature rat men, uh, went on to the state championship, they won the state championship. And, uh, Mark, as everybody in New Jersey must know by this point, has become, is like a, like a media sensation, like a media superstar in New Jersey. I saw him on Garden State Spotlight, um, Channel 5's Eyes on Sports. I saw him on Good, he was on Good Morning New Jersey, Good Morning, and Good Night Now New Jersey. He's really been all over the place. I He even was on the uh, Jerry Only Halloween Variety 35 Minutes special. He was a guest on that, and Chris Christie honored him after the season was over back in like a few months ago. I think it was like October-ish, um, saying that that Mark was the the embodiment of the fighting spirit, humility, and sportsmanship that makes New Jerseyites great. Um, let's uh, after that build up, let's uh, bring him to the show. Uh, I want to welcome to the show, Mark the Arm Rample. Mark? Hi, sir. How, how are you? I'm okay. Th- thank you for, uh, well, thank you for doing the show. You don't have to call me sir. Are you sure? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, Mark. I just told before I picked up. I told everybody, uh, your for everybody who's not in the area, uh, about your your story and how you were the surprise hero in uh, last year's uh, New Jersey Little League Championship. And the one of the crazy things about this exciting adventure is that you were not even one of the miniature Ratman's top pitchers. Uh, when uh, when things started, right? Is that is that correct? Yeah, I wasn't a pitcher at all. Uh huh. When when I did manage to get in games, it was usually at left field. Mm-hmm. And even then, it was when we were ahead by a lot of runs. Uh huh. We actually had two great pitchers on the team: Mingus Tomlinson and Kerouac Monroe. Okay. Those are the guys that actually led us to the championship. Really. Yeah, those were those were like the star pitchers. They were, yeah. But then Kerouac got kicked off the team when he was caught helping his uncle Reggie Monroe steal a parade. What steal? I don't know what you mean by stealing a parade. Well, Reggie and Kerouac tried to hijack the annual Ocean Bridge End of Summer Parade. Mm-hmm. And they thought they could hold it for ransom. But because everybody from Ocean Bridge was at the parade, there was nobody to pay the ransom. Because everybody was at the parade already. They were, everybody was there, yeah. So Reggie ended up getting put in the hut, and Kerouac ended up in the hut junior. The well, the hut junior? Yeah. So it's like a kid's version of, I don't even like uh, calling it the hut. I don't know. 
<laughs> That's, it's, it's like the hut for kids. Yeah, the hut for kids. Great. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so that was what knocked him out. Yeah. And then in our first playoff game against the Lodi Tiny Vampires, mm-hmm. Mingus got hurt sliding into second base, and he broke his finger, and then he couldn't play the rest of the game or any of the other games. Mm-hmm. And then our third pitcher, catcher in the Ron McKinney, uh-huh. he wasn't even in the dugout that day because his mother put his glove on top of the fridge where he couldn't reach it. He couldn't reach his, his, his baseball glove. She was punishing him. Uh-huh. Yeah, she found him in his room having sweatpants fun. Ooh. Well, that, so, so she, she punished him. He couldn't play the game. So nobody could believe it when Coach Pampanol put me in as pitcher. Okay. Cause the, the, and that's because you never had a whole lot of, uh, I guess you had never pitched before. Is that is that correct? That's very correct, yeah. People couldn't believe it. And you know that old joke? People used to yell something like, Hey, Smitty, get up. We're putting in the bench. Mm-hmm. You know that? Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach Pampanol actually checked with the head umpire to see if that was possible. To literally... Put in the bench. Yeah, and I'm assuming it... it um, <laughs> I would guess that it, it wasn't. No. And when I ran out onto the mound... Yeah? People were yelling stuff like, This is a joke, right? Rumple's a disaster. He's going to pull a choke job and drop the ball. Literally. Okay, Just so... like that. Yeah, so people were really... Because they didn't, because you had not had prior experience, and they yeah, thought they thought the yeah, word my feelings. And then somewhere between the time the coach called for me to take the mound mm-hmm. and, and my first pitch, someone had professionally printed up a big banner that said, "My dead cat can pitch better than that noodle-armed dip munch." <laughs> like a, a, you said it was a professionally printed banner. Yeah, it was glossy. Is that embossed? I, wow, I, I guess it, I might have been embossed. That's crazy that yeah. that would be. That. <laughs> so, what? Why, Mark? Of of all the players, did the coach put you in? Well, I was the only left-handed player on our team, and the coach thought that that would be confusing to the junior vampires. Okay. Yeah. So. You go out and you take the mound. I did, yeah. I, th- I threw a couple warm-up pitches, and then it was on. Uh-huh. Man, I couldn't believe it. I started striking guys out. Yeah. I I don't have a traditional wind-up, uh-huh. and I guess that's what was confusing to the batters. Because, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you, you not being a natural pitcher worked to your benefit. Right. Because I, I remember... Like on like the replays and stuff, the announcers were going. They couldn't even describe how you pitched. I remember one guy said you were like a like an emotionally unstable juggler, and uh, an, another guy had had kind of compared you to a, a rabid half animal part party machine on That's the map. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I don't quite get those references, but uh, you know, it's I guess I guess they're. Uh... 
Well, they're they're trying to sum correct. I, I get they're trying to sum up what what was very unique. Yeah. Well, anyway, the coach of the Junior Vampires, mm-hmm. Coach Baron von Dracula. Okay. He kept yelling at his players. Come on, we need a a, a run, you you little monsters. Uh huh. And he, they were all getting upset, and I just kept doing better and better. And I, I went on to win that game, and then the next two games. We had a game against the Trenton City Gardeners and a game against the Cherry Hill Hill Cherries. Mm-hmm. And we won the championship. Yeah. And I ended up being the MVP of the whole tournament. It's really pretty impressive. It, it, well, I was so honored and humbled, sir. Mm-hmm. Well, it's you. I gotta say, Mark, for somebody who was not nobody was counting on, or for you to rise to the challenge, it's it's truly inspirational. Oh, thank you. You know, the New Jersey sports sports writers even gave me a a nickname. They call me the Arm. The Arm. Yeah. It, which is um. I guess I should tell everybody we have Mark, uh, I guess Mark the Arm Rample, which, um, on the, on the show here, the, the all-star little leaguer who, who helped, uh, take the miniature Ratman, uh, the Newbridge miniature Ratman all the way to the state championship. And, um, Mark, I don't know. It's funny. Your, your name is Mark Rample and, but your nickname is the Arm and it's kind of, Funny because there's a musician from a pretty influential band from Seattle, Washington, um, whose name is his name is Mark Arm. There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's uh, he he's a guitarist and a singer, and uh, he's you know from from the. From the Seattle area. I mean, Mud, Mud Honey actually, I, I think, started more. I think they started in Bellevue, Washington, which is like a suburb of Seattle. And Mark Arm and Steve Turner were in a band called Green River at first, where they were with uh, two guys who went on to this other band, Pearl Jam. And Green River was kind of like a. Like, it was kind of crazy, man, because two guys. Jeff Ament and Stone Gossard were two guys in the band, and then they went on to be in Pearl Jam, and Steve Turner and Mark Arm, uh, they, so there was like a collision of styles in the band, and, uh, Mud Honey ended up growing out of, out of, uh, Green River just like Pearl Jam did, and, they were more garagey and kind of big debt to like the Stooges and really had like had a twin guitar thing, uh, kind of going on. And, um, they really were pretty popular, but they did not go all the way the way Nirvana, who were like, label mates of theirs on sub pop did but they made a lot of influential records like touch me i'm sick was a single that really uh turned out to be quite um 
influential. I think I've heard of Nirvana. Um, okay. I, the, um, yeah, Nirvana were a band that were pretty huge, but Mudhoney were, I thought were better than Nirvana. Um, I mean, they ended up signing to Warner Brothers. It was like Reprise was the label, actually. And it, they did, they made good records. Like Piece of Cake is a great record. And, um, Every Good Boy Deserves Fudge was actually Sub Pop, not Reprise. But the Warner, the Reprise records are good. I, I like them. I think, I think the whole catalog's right. And they, they've kind of gotten back together and done some things, um, since. Like some pretty good records. Hmm. Okay. Um, did you ever see, there's a movie Black Sheep that they were in. It was, uh, they had a small part in it. They played no. a band, they played a band in it. No. Okay. Um, well, they, they, I know they shared a lot of, you know, cause, cause Nirvana had, their drummer, there was a point where Mudhoney's drummer drummed on a Nirvana record before Nirvana had uh, Dave Grohl as their drummer, who went on to do the Foo Fighters. Oh, that band from New Orleans I saw on TV the other night? That band from New Orleans? No, yeah. they're they're not from New Orleans. No, on TV. Yeah. It's on HBO. Yeah, they they have a series called Sonic Highways. They're actors. No, they're not actors. They they were filming the recording of their album, going to different cities, and um, yeah, New Orleans is not where they're from, but that was one of the cities they were at. I don't get it. I don't like it. You don't like it? No. No. No, I like baseball. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You're not okay. I'll stop talking about mud, honey. You're clearly not it's not clicking with you. Mm. Um So, Foo Fighters, you know who that is? The actors? No, the, again, they're not. Look, look, let's just Okay. Let's just forget the music stuff. I don't know what kind of music you like or don't like. That's that's another thing. That's not why you're here. You're here to to cuz you are the baseball star of the year in oh, in thanks. the, the yeah. little league. Okay. Um Mark, I guess it's it's kind of a weird question to ask a 13-year-old, but what's uh what is next for Mark? The arm rampel. Um, I, uh, uh, are you going to be going out for the middle school team, the Newbridge Middle School Baseball Squad? Oh, that would be great. Yeah, we're just waiting to see what kind of offer they come back with. Offer? What do you mean, offer? Yeah, Grandpa Gus says I should hold out for as much as possible. You should hold. You should hold out for as much as possible. Yeah. But it's a. It's a. Middle school baseball team. What, I, I don't understand what you'd be like. That's it's a that's a little. You're a kid still. Well, 
you know, I'm pretty successful. Grandpa Gus says I should go for it. Uh huh. Well, who who is Grandpa Gus? Gus Brennan, my mom's dad. He's my agent. Gus, wait, Gus Brennan from the Newbridge yeah. Ratmen from the yes. from the pro team. Yes, he's been on this show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Is he incredible or what? Um, he's. There's only one of him, I guess, is the most polite way I can put it to his. That's true. To his you grandson. know, his continuous game streak is still intact. Yes, he has right now. I believe he holds the all-time most consecutive games played, going all the way back to like the '70s of any sport. Yeah, of any sport, Gus Brennan has not missed a game for the Newbridge Ratmen since I believe like 1977. Yeah. Uh huh. And I mean, I I uh, I admittedly haven't really kept up with the Ratmen the last few years. Um, oh, so so you haven't seen the bed, have you? The what bed? Well, Grandpa Gus is not in the best shape right now. Uh huh. He, he can't really stand or stay awake for that long. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, they they let him have a pinch batter and a pinch runner. But it's a little trickier when it comes to fielding. So the other players have to roll him onto the field. What, what, do, you, what do you mean they roll him onto the field? Well, it's a pretty big bending of the rules. But Grandpa Gus's streak is basically the only thing that keeps people coming to Ratmen games at this point. Okay. Yeah. Last season they were 2 and 137. Wow, that's terrible. Yeah. They they lost 137 games. Yeah, not good, right? No, that's rough. Yeah. So anyway, on the, on the rare occasion that somebody would hit the ball in into left field, yeah. Chances are it would land in Gus's gloves uh glove-shaped bed. Hold hold on. So he's in a bed that's yeah. shaped like a like a baseball glove? Yeah. Okay, I, I don't, so that's out in the field. Yeah, they roll them out in the bed. And the ball could land in there. Yeah, a lot of times it would land in there, but you know, sometimes it would land in his soup or the crock pot he had out there with him. So, but if the ball lands in the bed, what does, that that doesn't count as a caught ball. That's an out, yeah. It's yeah. an out. Oh, if yeah. It, if it lands in his baseball glove it's shape. It's no, it's a bed shaped like a baseball glove. Yeah. I can't believe that that flies. That that yeah, would it's baseball. Uh huh. Yeah, but you know, eventually things start going bad though, because guys started aiming the ball under the bed. Okay. And the ball would end up getting lost under the bed with all of Gus's dirty dishes and hot dog wrappers and erotic literature. Ugh. Yeah, it was quite a sight when a fellow rat man would be rooting around under Gus's bed for the ball and then come up with a relish-smeared issue of smoking hot white juicy melons or the Wedding Night Area Gazette. Hello? Hello? No, I'm just, I I don't know, I I feel you're, well, your grandfather, Gus Brennan, I mean, 
you said you were he was waiting for the right offer. What what kind of offer could anyone expect to get for, from a junior high baseball team? New stadium. <laughs> a new stadium. Yeah. What? Have you seen the rinky-dink field that the Newbridge Junior High Junior Whippoorwills play on? It's like a sandlot. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it's for kids. Well, Gus says that thousands of people are going to want to see the arm play at Gus Brennan Heroes Stadium. Uh-huh. And that that stadium will be able to accommodate all those people. Mm-hmm. And then naturally everybody... What a shocker that the stadium is named after your grandfather. Yeah, he specified that it says that. Uh-huh. And also Heroes. Yeah, Gus Brennan Heroes Stadium. Yeah. That's the... Okay, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, well, he also wants to make sure I get a cut of the food concessions. The food concessions at, oh, at, yeah. a, at a at a at like a middle school thing, which is like what popcorn and hot dogs. And- what? No, I'm gonna get a piece of every steak, seared shrimp, cigar, craft beer, and all the rest of the stuff they sell. So he's looking to upgrade. All of that stuff. Yeah, you know that little the little door that they, they, come, that they pull down to open up the thing, and yeah, you know, it's usually like a some like a concrete bunker that has like a sliding uh, gate on it. Oh, you've been there. And there's like a grill. Oh, I've been there. Everyone is the same, and they have oh. like a and they have a grill, and they sell uh, hamburgers and hot dogs and soda from it. Yeah, the, the gate's going to be made of gold. Oh, oh at, at Gus Brennan's Heroes Stadium. That's right, yeah. He also wants the merch split to go 80-20 in my favor. M- merch? Yeah. What do you, What kind of merch? Oh, Mark the Arm coffee mugs, pens, pennants, hats, panties. Ugh. We have these cool shirts that say, where were you when the arm came down? And it's got a drawing of a child's arm shattering the state of New Jersey into a million pieces. Where were you when the arm came down? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. You know, my legion of fans are going to be called the Arm Army. The 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 what? The Arm Army. The Arm Army. Yeah, Gus says we should be able to drain at least five bucks a month out of each of them. Out of the arm army. Yeah. Which sounds very weird. Uh, you sound weird. Oh, that's charming. Oh, hey, that reminds me. Yeah. Grandpa Gus asked me to ask you where you got yours. Where I got my what? Oh, come on. What? Come on. I don't know what you're talking about. Where I got my what? Your voice modulator. I how did this start? The I don't know. rumor is, that is is it a rumor? It is a rumor. I don't have a voice modulator. Well, he says my speaking voice is really high and it doesn't command the proper respect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's because you're a, you're a kid. You know, and Mark, it's uh This is just really surprising. That this is where your head is at. You know, it's like you should really just be kind of, it's January. You should be thinking about how, you know, spring and spring training for, for baseball is 
right around the corner. I mean, you're you're talking probably less than two months away at this point. I, training? Yeah, training. I, that's, I don't need to do that anymore. I'm great. Yeah, you're you're great. Yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. You you pitched three games, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. So and that's what make suddenly you're you're great, and you're. I'm a, I'm a hero. Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy, this is. Oh hey. What? You're involved in TV, right? You write for TV shows. Um. Yeah. Sometimes. What do you write for, like Scandal? No, no, I How, write. House of Cards. Not House of Cards. No. Ice Road Truckers. I don't write for Ice Road Truckers. Oh. Sorry. Well, well look. Can you hook me up with Katy Perry? Katy Perry. Yeah. Uh huh. No. Okay. What what makes you? <laughs> where did, where is this coming from? Well, we're both FTs. F oh famous people. Okay. Yeah. Oh man, Mark, um, you're. You... you see, she's back with John Mayer. Is she? I didn't. I didn't catch that. That kills me. But you know, he does seem like a really cool guy. So it's like, if I can't have her, at least a cool guy has her. Have if you can't ha- have so can't possess her. Yeah, so if if a thirteen year old can't possess a uh, woman who's uh, just a woman, doesn't matter how old. But what a you're you're uh, I don't know where your head is at, uh, well, Mark. How about this? Can you maybe hook me up with the chick from Mad Men? You know the one with the giant sweater pigs. Oh, I'm not even, Mark, I, I don't like any of this. You, you, when, when we started talking, you sounded like, and, and the interviews I've seen with you, you're like a humble kid and like a, like a, it's like it was a true inspirational story. And you're just, you're just, to, you sound totally like corrupted now. And you're, it's really upsetting. I'm so, I'm sorry. I don't like where this is, and I, I don't like where you're at with with any of this stuff. You, you're not the kid who I watched on all those interviews. Oh man! What? Grandpa Gus just texted. Uh huh. What what yeah. what did Grandpa Gus have well, to say? Well, a couple things. Yeah, he, he's been listening to the show. Yeah, and he said to tell you that you stink. And that you sound like an ape with several boxes of butterscotch sucrets in your mouth. <laughs> okay. Well, and he also, he yeah. also said he got our lawyer going after that fraudulent Mark Arm you mentioned earlier. Oh, the fraudulent? Okay. Yeah, and as punishment, he's going to make him change his name to Fart. Just Ma- Fart. No last name. So Mark Arm, who's been... Using the, he's had the name Mark Arm as a, as a professional name for decades now. A 13 year old is now going to lay claim to the name Mark Arm and take that away from him legally. Yeah. Uh huh. That's the power, that's the glory of the courts. <laughs> the glory of the courts. Yeah. Oh man, how cool is this? What? Grandpa, Grandpa Gus said that I'm going to be the next pitch boy for Foot Locker Young. He just worked the deal. 
What? Foot Locker Young? Foot, I didn't know there was a Foot Locker Young. Oh, yeah. All their sneakers have these cool words all over them, like red, fun, and rap. Well, that does sound pretty pretty cool. They light up. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. I, you know, Mark, I, I don't know what to say. You're, you're... Oh, no. What? What? Well, what? Gus also said that Newbridge Junior High wouldn't come through on the things I wanted. Mm-hmm. My demands. Okay. So I'm not going to be pitching there this spring. So you're not going to be playing for Newbridge Junior, uh, for the middle school? Nope. Uh-huh. What, what, where else are you going to... What what other schools would you pitch for then? Schools, f that noise. Oh. Yeah, so not a school. You're not. You're. Yeah. You're. Are, you're, are you're... you sitting? Are you sitting down? Yeah, I'm sitting down. All right, here we go. You have no idea how lucky you are, because right now, on the great show featuring Tim Scalorpling, I. Mark the arm rambling and declaring myself eligible for the National Baseball League. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. You're you're in junior high. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I just quit. Oh, <laughs> you just quit junior high. Yeah. So th- that you could go... And you're such a, you're not a big guy, Mark. How, what are you, five feet tall? I wish. I'm four eight. And how much do you weigh? Eighty-seven. Why? So you're four eight and you weigh eighty-seven pounds and you're going to go, there, there is no way you could ever compete with adult Major league ball players. How fa- how fast is your fastball? Oh man, my heater goes to fifty five. Whoa, fifty five. If I throw any faster, I don't have any control. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Not sure what team I'm going to play for. The Mets seem really dumb. Oh. Maybe go maybe go down to Philly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah. just the Mets. The Mets aren't good enough for you. Yeah, Met, you not, know, not good enough to have a a four eight, thirteen year old on oh, their. Oh man, lo- I bring the fire when I pitch. Uh huh. You know what Gus says? He says I should do one or two games in the minors to let those rubes say they saw me win. Uh huh. Yeah, and then they then they can auction off one of my game worn unis. Yeah, it's all about giving back, Todd. Todd, so now you don't even, you were calling me sir. Now you're calling, now you're calling me Tim and Todd. Oh, shut up. Uh-huh. No major league, you know, this is a moot point, cause you're, no, there's no way you you're get- You're a moot point. What? You're a moot point. A moot point. What's that? That's what I'm saying. Oh. Um, it, no, you're, no major league team would touch a 13 year old baseball player who can't even, th- for when you, you throw, when you pitch over 55 miles an hour, you have, you said you don't have much control over the ball? No control. No, no control. Yeah. So the pitch just flies off. 
to nowhere. And tr- no, not to nowhere. It usually flies into the into the stands. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, Mark, no major league team is going to sign you. Well, one better, or I'm in big trouble. Because, yeah, because I mean, you're now with a, a dropout. You're not in school anymore, so that would put you in a lot of trouble. Well, there's something else too. What? I got a stripper pregnant. What? What was that? I got a stripper pregnant. You got a st- hold on. You got a stripper pregnant. I'm not proud of it. You're 13. Huh? Where and when were you even with a, a stripper? Well, last October, Gus took me to tipi- titular characters. Mm-hmm. You know that place? Yeah, yeah. Out, out on Route 172. Yeah. Well, it's where he likes to go for lap fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this dancer named Nikki came over. Okay. That's a name you never hear associated with the adult entertainment business, is it? Nikki. Yeah. I, 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 it sounds like you actually would hear that name. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, Gus had her come over, and he bought her a... I, I just dropped my wallet. I'm 13, but I have a wallet. You, <laughs> you dropped your wallet. Uh-huh. And what's in my wallet? What? Yes. Money. I have a dollar. Okay. Some baseball cards. Yeah. Okay, my wallet's back in my pocket. Oh, good, good. So, Nikki came over and Gus bought her a soda water. Mm-hmm. And when Gus and Nikki went out to Gus's car to look for the pen that he lost in the back seat. Yeah. I mistakenly took a drink of Nikki's soda water, and a few months later, she was pregnant. Nikki's going to have a little arm. You so you drank some of her soda water. Yeah. Uh huh. And so now I got to man up and provide. Hey, Mark, can I can I ask you a question? Sure. Um, who who told you? That by by drinking from somebody else's drink that you could get somebody uh, pregnant. Was it your grandpa Gus? Yes. Uh huh. Oh, and you do you think there's any possibility? I know you're. This is your grandpa. We're talking about here. You love him. Um. But you've got to know what kind of guy he is on some level. And do you think there's any chance that your grandpa's trying to make so much money off of you and to force you to go pro so that he could kind of pay for some of his own mistakes throughout life? Get a- How dare you? Next thing you're going to say is that Grandpa Gus doesn't deserve his 80% cut of my gross earnings. <laughs> and 80% gross, your yeah. gr- your grandfather yeah. is going to take of your of of your potential earnings. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's crazy and it's Oh, hey. What? Uh, Gus just pulled up. Yeah. Yeah, he's taking me to Ducky's, too, out on Route 36. Uh Uh-huh. I'm doing an autograph signing.
thing with Robert Eiler and Rachel Bolin. Uh huh. Oh no! Better keep me away from her soda water. R- Rachel Bolin. Yeah. Um. Well, what's Ra- she in? What's that? What is she in? What is she? Well, she is a he actually, and uh, he is in the band Skid Row. And what? yeah. No, they're from, they were from New Jersey. I guess they still are. And Robert Eiler played, uh, AJ on The Sopranos. So you're going. Oh, I'm coming. You're looking. You're going. Oh, that is so annoying. Stop it. Your grand. Oh, whoa. Grandpa Gus has two horns. That's crazy. He has a car oh, with... What ifs, Tim? Well, Play your cards right now. Make my announcement about what team I'm choosing next time on the big show. Hey, Mar- Mark, 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 I, Mark, I need you to listen to me, Mark. Mark, this is not going to go well, Mark. Mark, you you need to get away from your grandfather, and you're a 13-year-old kid, and he he's not there. He hung up. He hung Okay. Well, that is the most tragic thing I've ever heard that Gus Brennan back in the mix. How about that? Gus Brennan. Two horns on his car. That is impressive, though. He does have two horns. The phone number. 201-332-3484. This is The Best Show. Best show, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. It's Paul from Toronto. Paul from Toronto. What's up, Paul? Well, this is my first time calling in. Okay. What can I do for you, Paul? Well, for starters, I I noticed that you mentioned uh, Skid Row. And... Well, they're not all in New Jersey. Um, one of their great singers, in quotation marks, Sebastian Bach is actually from Peterborough, Ontario. That's right. Anyways, Tom, like, going back to what you started the show with, um, 
I can say that, yeah, I was one of the many people you helped through a very, very difficult time. Um, and I don't know, like, it's really hard for me to, like, think of something to come back with that you helped me with through that difficult time and understand how you need a best show to help you through your difficult yeah. time. There's no show for me. I got no best show. I I only got <sighs> Steve Austin's Broken Skull uh, Challenge. Closest thing. Put your legs into pretty- it. Come on. <laughs> You can do this. And that looks pretty good. Oh, oh is it pretty like good? Get off my phone. That's pretty good. Yeah, that's why I did it. What do you think I'm doing these things? I, I th- I'm not sure if they're good or not. Jeepers creepers, man. We ain't playing around here. Hey, I was pretty good. It's not arbitrary, man. Jump in a lake. Bad news, man. All right, I got to open one of these under the dome cards. Jay, Jason, the uh, the dude, studio dude. What do we call you, Dudio? The Dudio brought in a pack of under the dome season one trading cards. He gave me an entire box of them. You know the show Under the Dome. Did you like Under the Dome, Mike? You did? No? All right. Let the games begin. To the hand. That's the kids crowded around one of the dome eggs. There's a card called The Endless Thirst, which is a, it's a, a Dean Norris arguing with... Uh, Guy looks like uh, Buddy Epson's grandfather. Exigent circumstances. Uh, more of that dumb egg. Manhunt. Shows a cop with a gun. And a card where it's a picture of Dean Norris. Even a Dean Norris fan would get tired of these cards. We're two packs in on this thing. And it says that there's like an autograph. Two autograph cards in this pack. Who who gonna get an autograph from? Better it better be a Dean Norris autograph. I want Dean Norris's autograph on one of these cards. Best show, you're on the air. Hi there. This is Candace Douglas. Oh hi, Candles Douglas. What, uh, what, what, what? To what do I owe the pleasure of this call? Um. Well, um, I missed talking. Um, it was the night before Christmas Eve, mm-hmm. and um, I had a song for you then, but it really only related to that day. Um, 
and I also wrote some fan fiction recently, right. um, inspired by Billy Crystal. Okay. Um, not just the news in my world. Okay. But what really I wanted to talk about was um, you were talking about the pizza man um, who sat with you and wouldn't leave you alone. And that no. I have a story that is very similar. And um, his name was Terry. And he followed me and my husband home one day. Oh, what is this? What is I don't have know what you, you're, what's, the, what's the end game here? Uh, madam, what's the end game? I was just going to tell you a story about Terry following me home because he was a pizza man who wouldn't leave us alone. That's, that sounds like a bad Ray Liotta movie. Um, I don't know if he made a movie about it. I know I wrote a song about it. <coughs> um. Okay. Are you going to sing it? I would love to sing you this song. <coughs> Let's hear some of it. Please, some of it. The, some of, okay. Um, nobody likes a house guest who overstays his welcome. But here I am with one, one among me, no one. And Terry seems to be a talentless fool, you see, but he's a genius. And making things difficult and disgusting around him, oh, nobody likes a house guest. So I didn't want to ruin the whole thing for you in case okay. you want to listen to it later. No, that's, that's, um, that's, a, that's, a, that's enough of a, uh, that wet my whistle. Ooh, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, right. Thanks so much. You have All a good right. night, bye Candace bye Douglas. Okay. You good night. Bye. It's like the Bride of Spike. Just call her Bride of Spike. If Spike's uh, Frankenstein, that's the Bride of Spike. What happened to Spike? Is that guy ever going to call? I, I like the people just like. Did did you talk to him and ask him to call? I don't talk to them. Like, yeah, I talked to him at the bowling alley. We're at the bowling alley. Hey, man, when are you going to call? Besho, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? Hey, this is uh, Daniel in Lubbock. Daniel in Lubbock. Yes. What's up, Daniel? Uh, not much. Uh, I just... I don't know if you heard, but Billy Joel is headlining Bonnaroo this year. No. Yes. That's they not true. It. Yeah, they announced it tonight. Billy Joel is headlining Bonnaroo. Yes. So just these festivals mean nothing anymore. Like, they just, they're just meaningless now. Anyone can be at anything. All you have to do is, like... It just you're you're just uh, like Billy Joel. What ties does he have to, to to where he would be appropriate for that? And right, those kids, well, those kids should know better. They should know better. <laughs> the idea that Billy Joel is going to be what 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 self respecting kid wants to see Billy Joel? This is what I'm taught. This is what gets my my goat. Is it? No, no kid worth their own uh, salt should want to see Billy Joel do anything. 
what a ridiculous uh, time we live in now that a kid will want to see Billy Joel do anything. It's like, that's not for kids. Kids should be furious at that. But no, nah, they'll all be, they'll all be, ch- it's Billy Joel. I think it's funny that he's here, but I love those records too. No, you, you shouldn't <laughs> love those records. They're, for people who need some perspective, kids, this is me, I'm going to talk to the kids now. You people in your, how old are you? I'm uh, 25. You're 25. It's perfect. That's yeah. perfect. You're 25. You listen up and you lay, you take notes on this. What's your name again? What's your name again? Daniel. Daniel. Daniel, you listen up. Okay. Billy Joel sucks. And you, it's like not not everything. Just because it happened doesn't mean it's it's good. Right. It's because it's old doesn't mean it's classic. Right. I I heard this one podcast. I can't even remember who it was. This guy was on the 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 Mark Maron podcast. Talking all about Billy Joel, this, Billy Joel. It's like, you got to be kidding me, man. Billy Joel, like, this guy was a, uh, this guy was a, a plague on music. It's, he, he stinks. It's like, if you can't tell the difference between Billy Joel and, like, better things, you don't like those songs? He writes great songs. No, he doesn't. He writes catchy songs. I could write catchy songs all day long. I'm telling you, you get me a full band, we I will write ten songs in two days with a band, and they, one song will be catchier than the next. You, you, you'll get diabetes from listening to my songs <laughs> I come up with. They'll be so 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 uh, so sugary sweet. <laughs> Billy Joe, it's like it's a it's a it's sick. The lines get blurred, and then people think like that he was like. He was there for things. He wasn't there. He was the he was a uh, he was a wart on the music in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties. And then he he went away. And then now because he he's still here, people think it's somehow like that he's valid just because he didn't go away. All these people: Red Hot Chili Peppers, Billy Joel, Lenny Kravitz. Just they just because they don't split. They don't suddenly become good because for endurance. Mm-hmm. You got to be ashamed if you, if you're a, if you're a child if you're if you're under fifty, <laughs> and you're just like oh, Billy Joel's got some good music. He's got some good songs. Like what? <laughs> what? His rock isn't rock. His ballads are terrible. There there's people doing better ballads. There's people doing better rock songs. What's good that this guy does? I I don't know. I want to talk to a Billy Joel. If you're a Billy Joel super fan out there, your your blood's boiling now that I'm saying this about Billy Joel. (laughs) I want to hear. I want you to call up and tell me what's so good. And look, I saw this guy when I was in 13. I saw him at Madison Square Garden. One of the dumbest shows I've ever seen. And now he's back. He's the emperor of Madison Square Garden. He's not going to go anywhere. They yank the turtle out of his shell once a month. He plays a show. <laughs> so he just replicates other people's things. It's like Long Island Bruce Springsteen. 
Look, you might you might like Bruce Springsteen, you might hate Bruce Springsteen. I don't care, but you got to admit the gulf between what Bruce Springsteen does and what Billy Joel. Does. Billy Joel is like, it's like Bruce Springsteen. If like you know, Bruce Springsteen was worried about like working at like the factory. Billy mm-hmm. Joel is like would have worked at like uh, like uh, uh, like a. Uh, he would he would have worked at like a company that sells aluminum siding. Like he would have been like middle management. Bruce Springsteen <laughs> would have been a blue collar guy working the factory line. Billy Joel would have been a guy uh, working in it, working uh, in middle management. That's who he is. <laughs> what a bum! He's a bum. <laughs> Looks like a snowman that somebody pulled the middle out of. Weird little head. Now, uh, right? Looks like he's peeking right. out. Of, looks like he's peeking out to see if uh, there's still snow on the ground, and we find if there's six more weeks of winter <laughs> with a piano. Like if uh, Puxatani Phil had a piano in his hole. <laughs> you got to be kidding me with this Billy Joel. I can't believe this guy. That these kids, these kids, these kids. If Billy, if Billy Joel taking the stage at, at uh, Bonnaroo. He should, and I'm not saying that this should happen. It's like, it's just like, everybody should just, getting, the way they pelt people with clumps of dirt at shows. Yeah. And I'm not saying throw clumps of dirt at Billy Joel. If you're, if, look, if you're dumb enough to go to Bonnaroo, you're already, you probably do, you deserve getting Billy Joel. <laughs> oh man, Bonnaroo's so great this year. Got uh, Kings of Leon are playing one night. Then uh, Billy Joel. Oh man, this is a killer bill. You gotta check this out. Kings of Leon are playing. Wonder if Billy Joel will go up and play with Kings of Leon. Dude, what is Le? How? What is Leon? If these guys are the kings of Leon, what is Leon? Some post-apocalyptic hellhole. These are the kings of it. I, feel, I, I pity the people of Leon. If that's if these guys are the kings of Leon. Look, I'm not doing the show for a It's not a show for just you. I'm going to hang up. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Billy Joel. What a... If Bruce Springsteen worked... Like, Billy Joel would be the guy who worked in the office yelling at the factory workers. Like, Bruce Springsteen would be the factory worker. Billy Joel would be the guy who comes down and tries to cut his... Uh, his hour, so he can't get insurance. Hey, you're gonna work. You're gonna work 38 hours a week. Is that cool? We're gonna put you guys on 38 hour work weeks. Get two two hours off. That's great, right? Two whole hours. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, it's. Uh... Jello Man from uh, Gelatin. Wait, is this the real Jello Man? Yes. What's up, Jello Man? Jello Man. Hey, my oh, bro. Oh, my I my. Turn this off. My oh. bro, the Jello Man. Tom, hold on one second. Turn, oh, turn oh, this radio yeah, off. You do that. You do that, Jello Man. The radio is in my ear. Hold on. All right, Jello Man. Hold on one second, Tom. All right, don't worry. We're are you there? Yo, I'm here. Don't worry. So how you been doing? 
I'm doing all right. What's up, Jello man? How, how are you? Here, same, same. What's up? I, you know, I miss you. I miss you. I missed you. I haven't seen you in a while. Are you still mad at me? No, I'm not mad. Well, I was never mad at you. Last time you were yelling at me. Was I? Last time I saw you was great. A good time. I, I, I love you, Jello man. I love you. I was mad because we didn't get to play Twister. Are you are you playing it safe, buddy? I worry about you a little bit. For people who don't know, this guy, Jello Man, he he sells Jello shots at rock festivals. Correct. And um, he is uh, uh, the brother of uh, rock star uh, Kurt Vile. That still correct? I'm here. I'm here with him right now. He's uh, I just came to Brooklyn. They're recording. The recording in Brooklyn? Yeah, I just ran in here and I, I knocked Rob's drink over and there's, he spilled, I spilled water all over his bag. They're, they're pissed at me. They put me outside. Uh-huh. So I'm outside in the cold talking to you on the phone. So what, 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 what's going on? I don't want to, I don't want you to, what, what, what have you been up to? I got busted. I, yeah, I, I heard. I heard you got busted. You what, what festival did you get busted at? Well, it was like, apparently... Some of these festivals have the same security, mm-hmm. and uh, I got kind of scolded at this festival called Mysteryland. These are all like these EM festivals, um, and like they're like they busted me. Long, long story short, they they pretty much um, I kind of I snuck into the festival and got I drove in at like five in the morning and got my van stuck in the mud, and uh-huh. then it was it was stuck there for a long time, and then eventually like. We, we got out of our van and, like, hid our stuff in the woods. And then, uh, so, like, they were, like, checking out our van. Like, there was no one there to, to for them to talk to. We, we were in the woods, you know, with all our stuff. And, and then they, um, pretty much they started letting everybody in the festival. And we stayed there pretty much the duration of the festival. It wasn't until one time I went back to the, the van and they must have been watching me, like, horse cops or something. And they were, like, they came over and just asked to search my car. And I said no. And they... They brought drug dogs around it and sniffed it. And then uh, there was no drugs in there, but they just pretended like there was, I think, so they could uh-huh. go in there. Yeah. And they found all my merch, you know. And then they so they, they let me go, but they, they told me directly, they said, they said, don't go to Bonnaroo, Paul. I went to Bonnaroo anyway. And then they, yeah. saw, they saw my van, and mm-hmm. they surrounded us. Next thing you know, I'm going to slam her. Oh, no. But it was fun. The slammer learning was fun. Experience. It was a learning experience. Okay. So you're in the slammer, and what did they charge you with? Jello uh, alcohol distribution? No, they, they never care about that, I'm telling you. They care about the, the T-shirts, and what they really did was just take my whole van and just like pretty much throw it in the trash, just like impounded it, and it's gone. So your van but, it was just gone. Yeah, I had one of those Mercedes Sprinter vans. I saved them all my Jello money, mm-hmm. Jello stained dollar bills. All of them went to that, mm-hmm. and then gone. So now I'm on to other things. I got a, a different vehicle. I'm not going to tell you what kind it is. But Good. Don't. Can. Don't. Okay. Low profile, um, man. Low profile, Jello man. I'm going to come pick, pick you up sometime. We want to ride around in the Jello van. If you wouldn't mind, I'll do it. Are you sure? I'm positive. I, well, I I think you're a great guy. I like you, Jello Man. 
Well, I'm starting to do other things too. I start. I went to trade school. I learned how to lay bricks originally. I so saw I your. I saw your. Your was it your card or your? You put something yeah, online. Jello Man Masonry. Jello Man Masonry. Who says we can't? Right. Who well, says we can't? Who says you can't? We, that's what I'm saying. Rhetorical question. Oh, we I'm all for yeah. it. I think it's great. So what I did was I went with Staples and I got card some uh, business cards made up. Yeah. And all the, the clip art there to make these cards is really corny. So I was like, can I draw my own art? And he's like, yeah, you can send us. Draw a little doodle there and send us a JPEG. Mm-hmm. So I drew a picture of me with jello arms with a trowel in it. Next thing you know, I got a couple side jobs. I love it. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, that's I, where you should be going, buddy. Masonry. I, I'm, get, I'm getting the... Yeah, right. I just do it. I'm serious. I think it's great. Do it for kicks. It's time for Jello Man to go legit. Come on. Um, what are you? What are you? What are you? Ten years from now, you still been going to festivals? You don't think they're going to have you flagged? Well, then, what I did learn in you know, all my experience of of I've actually worked my brain a lot more um, doing my own thing, and I like started getting really obsessed with organization, and I invented this new thing called it's called the um, called the document. It's pretty much like a little folder you put it on your hand, and it has like a little catcher. It's like a catcher's mitt, and it's pretty much stuck to your hand all the time. You open it up, and it has all your receipts and stuff. So pretty much you don't let any document get past your document. Well, I don't remember writing this one. I don't remember writing this call. It's, I don't know what we're doing here. This one, you're going off book, John. Uh, yeah. No, um, no. what is it? The, the document. Yeah, don't. Well, I'm not going to show you the. Well, you said it on the radio. Don't yell at me for you know repeating what? what you said. No, I'm saying you're not going to see the blueprint, so you don't even know what I'm thinking. I'm not going to tell you what I'm thinking. Good. I, I look. I'll tell you what it's called. You know what I mean? The document. If you will. So, for people who don't, it's for people who can hold all their documents in a mitt. Yeah, it's like, you know how, like, well, people don't understand unless you aggressively like track your receipts. Bro, bro don't describe. Don't describe it. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't describe it. I don't want you giving it away. No, I'm not telling. I'm talking about the organization. Would you do um, an infomercial? Absolutely. Be you and Chuck Woolery selling the document. Me and Stephen Hawking. Hi, it's me. Hi, it's Chuck Woolery. I'm here with my friend Jello Man, and uh, we're going to tell you about the document. Yeah, I don't think Chuck likes me. Oh, see, here's the thing, Chuck. I'm already not doing the document. I, uh, I already, uh, I, I rent hang gliders now. Oh, yeah. People fly over Philly on hang gliders. I love the fact that you, you, you hustle. I seriously do. I think it's great. I love it. Some people think it's crazy. Like, oh, you're doing a legal thing. But, Maybe I do sometimes, but Look, you I do div- legit things you, too. You diversify like a little bit. You diversify. You got a little bit of this going, a little bit of that going. This is totally legit. This is in the gray area. You get you diversify. You, that's how that's how you make it, buddy. I like the greenish blue areas, though. You just don't put all your money into Jello. Well, I got, I got these. Um, you know, I told you I, I'm actually a landlord. I, I look. I live in this college town. I've been, I run out to this um, group of college girls there right now. This one girl's been helping me out. Her name's Stacy. She's like my secretary. She like she she didn't go to school this semester because she's been following me around. 
and she just like helps me out. Mm-hmm. Um, I pretty much can call her like when I'm out, mm-hmm. and she'll like I have like things I'm selling on eBay, and she'll yeah. like go put them in the mail for me. Okay, so so, so now I'm picking up on kind of like a like Jello Manson. What was that? Like Jello Manson. You've got uh, like on. you've got women hanging around, right? Well, absolutely, but not like you think. Jello Manson. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. I don't, well, Jello Man. You're confusing I'm take me. Take you now. around sometime. Look, I'm all for it. One night, you and me, we're gonna paint the town lime. Yeah. Seriously, well, I, I look and, forward to seeing you. Well, me and me and Sherbert want to come over to the, the um. Or Kurt. Me and Kurt want to come hang out to the we'll, studio. That's we'll get you. We'll get you here. We'll get you. I, we'll, we'll figure it out. I, I, I really want to. We'll make that happen. Seriously. All right, buddy? I'm, uh, um, I'm leaving now. All right. You I'll are. I'll talk to you uh, probably next year. No. Call whenever you want. Seriously. Stay, stay safe, Jello man You know I want you to stay safe. Tell KV I said hi. I'll talk to you real soon. You know I will. I know. You take care, buddy. See you. All right, bye. Who doesn't love Joe Man? Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom, it's John from Maplewood. John from Maplewood? Well, excuse me. <laughs> What's up, John? How are you tonight? I'm all right. Yourself? I'm doing all right. Good. First, my condolences to you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Um, second of all, I just heard recently, and I don't have the details, but apparently Billy Joel opened for Captain Beefheart in the 70s. That would be pretty awesome. It is was, true. He uh, was opening for several bands in the early 70s, including Yes and Captain Beefheart, and I'm just having a lot of trouble imagining like the altitude change you know, between those two acts. Now, this was Billy Joel, not, not Attila. He was not in Attila at this point. I don't believe so. I believe it was after his, uh, his other acts. That's also, for people who don't know, this is, if you think Billy Joel, if you're not sure whether he's a phony baloney, this guy, hey, he's the piano man. He's just writing his piano songs. A year and a half before he was that, he was dressed in a loincloth, in a, basically in a meat locker, with this other dude. They had a band called Attila. Un- this is Billy, this is Billy Joel. What if Attila took off? We would just think of Billy Joel as like, yeah, the guy from Attila, Billy Joel. I wish Attila was huge. Then we would just know Billy Joel was like some kind of like heavy rock guy. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be, a, he'd be quite a bit more respectable, I think. Yeah. At this point, it's, uh, yeah, he's, it's, it's, it's oh. not a good thing. Oh, no, everybody loves him. Billy Joel, Bonnaroo. Yeah. Can you imagine? You pay you pay for Bonnaroo, and you you stand out there in the sun, and the culmination is that you get regaled by uh, Uptown Girl. <laughs> you you stand you stand in the mud for for fifteen hours, and then all of a sudden, it ends with uh, Billy Joel's up there. One, two, one, two, three, four. Like that's. That's what you got uh, uh, heat heat rash for, heat stroke. Yeah, that is definitely not what they paid for. Of course, I'm not sure what they really did pay for, but <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah, Billy definitely. Joel. 
Unbelievable. You know, I've had, you know, Billy Joel has been kind of a curse for me, not just because of the music, but because mm-hmm. I already have to go through Penn Station on a regular basis. Uh-huh. So, much to my dismay. So once then, a month. <laughs> once a month, all of a sudden, I mean, I, I've been, like, eating at a restaurant mm-hmm. there. And so I'm already miserable. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, the place is packed with people who just break out into Billy Joel songs. When I went, when the, during the dark year of the Best Show, 2014, I went to see the band King Crimson at uh, the Best Buy Theater. And, and uh, I was walking to the Best Buy Theater, and the Eagles were playing the same night at Madison Square Garden. And those Eagles fans, that is like... It's just like it seemed like it seemed like, a, it seemed like a, a, one of those Jimmy Buffett hamburger places uh, uh, blew up, and and the, and the people inside got thrown all over New York. Yeah, that's 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 not a good thing. Penn Station is already bad enough, and then it's full of folks. It's like it's as bad as the night when the when the Rangers play. You know, oh. what if Triple Bill? Show starts off the Eagles, right? Right. This is like this is like it's called it's called uh, Suckfest, Suckfest NYC. <laughs> the Eagles, then a Rangers game, then Billy Joel. Like a, a, a hockey game is the middle act for the for this festival. Let's go Rangers! Let's go Rangers! Here's how it works. Yep. John, you write this down. I know you're you're trying to get your kid into basketball. Yeah. How's, how's that happening now? You pick the Knicks. How's that? You, you father son bonding over the uh, bonding over uh, all the fun times watching uh, Cole Aldrich. Yeah, I, and, I, I uh, did, that did not last too long. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, yeah, you, you, you just don't. It's a family gathering around the TV to watch. Uh, yeah, so I came in there. Who Cole Aldris? AC is there? Terrible. Like one, one guy's worse than the next on this team. Shane Larkin. He's is he on the? Yeah, Shane Larkin. I think we watched about a half a game, and then my son was looking down at his uh, DS. I'm telling you, you got to put your kid to work. I, 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 I met your son. Nice, nice guy. Those hands are soft. Those hands are not. Those hands need to be calloused before he gets to high school. I know. I got. I got him raking thanks to you. Good. It's Put him to work. Put that kid to work. Paint the house. You're, if you're leaning, you could be cleaning. That's what the motto in your house should be. That's right. I'll, I'll write it on the fridge. Yeah, McDonald's style. If you're leaning, you could be cleaning. They use that motto at masses, except. That's what Mike just said. Yeah. At masses? If you're leaning, you could be. That's what Mike said. They say, if you're leaning, you could be cleaning masses. Oh. Do you imagine what the... I just can't imagine it being clean. I mean, I'm, I've never been there. It's Maybe. nice. It's actually, it's actually, it's actually a, a, clean, a clean place. I've been there. Look, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's like an old man bar, right? It's an old man bar. It's well kept, though. It's respect. This is not a. Uh, this is not like something from eight millimeter. You can go to masses. I want. What would happen? 
I wonder, like, Mike just showed, Mike showed, uh, put a thing up about the, did you put the, no, you, I saw the thing that, did you put that thing up about the dude who was selling the interview got arrested? Is that who you bought it from? Some dude in Bayonne was selling DVDs of the interview and got, uh, got, uh, got arrested. In in Bayonne. This was this was at masses. No, not at masses. Nothing to do with masses. At the Shoprite. You imagine you go to Shoprite, somebody selling. Hey. Hey, you want to see the theory of everything? Hey. Hey, got this Julianne Moore Alzheimer's movie. You want it? You want to see Julianne Moore get Alzheimer's? Got the movie. I got it. Hey. What are you looking to watch? Into the Woods? Julianne Moore with Alzheimer's? What do you want? Inherent Vice? We got it all. The interview? These are the movies we got. We got the... Got the one with the wheelchair guy. We got Julianne Moore Alzheimer's. We got an interview. That's that's the movie theater in Bayonne. That's the multiplex. <laughs> is the Shoprite parking lot? Shop and watch a movie. It's called the Bay. It's called the Bayonne uh, Sixteenplex. Guy brings sixteen movies out of trunk. <laughs> out of trunk, as they used to say in the record biz. <laughs> Anything going on, John? No, no, nothing much. Uh, I, I, I think I've come up with a, well, you know what? I'll save it for another time. It's going to take forever, so I'll bother you another time with it. You will. You know, we say in the show, you're going to English beat it. I have not heard that expression before. You're going to save it for later. Oh, very nice. You're going to English beat it. I'm going to English beat it, Tom. All right. Thanks, buddy. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye. Best show, you're on the air. Hey, Tom. Hey, who's this? Hey, my name's Jesus from Columbus. Columbus, Ohio? Columbus, Ohio, you're right. What's up in Columbus, Ohio tonight? Man, not enough. It's freezing. Okay, it's winter. Yeah, yeah, all right, yeah. That's generally how it works. <laughs> That's very true. No, I was, uh, I've been digging through your uh, WFNU archives a little bit, right? Okay, all right. Like that? Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, I was listening to your rant on bullion the other day. On bullion? You mean the the, the cubes you put in hot water? No, no bullying. Bullying. Okay. Yes, sir. Was yeah. I pro bullying or anti bullying? Uh, what you know? You were you were right in the middle, my friend. Okay. You were well. Yeah, actually, that's probably wrong. What I want to say is, I was I was a little bit moved. And I just wanted to call in and give you a little bit of a, a hat tip of appreciation. From one you hat tip, from one hat tip or to another, man. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, you. Uh, they call me I the hat tipper. Know. You ever see me tip a hat? I've never. I've, no, I've never seen. Twenty nine seconds in. Twenty nine seconds in on the ninety. You check it out. I'll salute. <laughs> right. you watch me salute Derek Jeter. All right. 29. Wait, what game? I don't know. You have a good night. 
Final calls. These final calls. No more. Don't uh, anybody else calls, Mike? You tell them uh, we're in, to English beat it. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. This is uh, Jaime from Sacramento. Jaime from Sacramento. What's up in Sacramento tonight? Land uh, of the Sacramento not, Kings. <laughs> yeah. Are you a uh, fan? Are you a fan? I'm not really a sports fan. I'm you got a really good team. Sorry. You got a good team in your backyard, buddy. I know, but the the mayor is pouring like all of our resources into keeping them, and like it's it's pretty. It's kind of a bummer. Who's the mayor there's again? A, is it Kevin Johnson? Uh, Kevin Johnson, and there's uh-huh. like a huge homeless problem here. Like yeah. there's shanty towns everywhere. Yeah, and it's just kind of a bummer. So hey, I, I mean, let the games I, go on. <laughs> I know homeless schmomless. We need a, right? we need basketball games. Uh, that guy, I hated that guy as a player, Kevin Johnson, the, the crybaby. I hate him as a politician. No, oh, well, we both we've covered pretty much most of his adult life. Then, whoever we just need to figure, <laughs> we just need to find someone who hated him after he retired, but before he became uh, mayor, <laughs> and then we've covered his entire adulthood. He was Great. a crybaby. Yeah, as a player. Crybaby? Does he is he like a crybaby as a mayor? He's uh he's no he's just kind of a I know this this world they're sort of thrown around a lot but he's kind of a fascist like he's he's mm-hmm. really like he he he, mm-hmm. he smiles a lot and he's really like nice to everybody but but he's he yeah. does really really terrible things. That's how he was as a player. Really nice and nice. he seemed like one of the nice guys. He's a rat, dirty player, dirty player. Don't like him. I don't. Do you still have that super thin mustache? That Bud Abbott mustache? <laughs> does he still have that? Oh, uh, yeah, he does. That mustache, that mustache is, I, I don't know. That seems like a lot of upkeep for a mustache that thin. So either, either have a full mustache or no mustache. There's a lot of work. Either that or, look, John Waters draws his on. Yeah. Well, he's a politician. He's got to build an image. Yeah, as as what? Thin as, mustache uh, man. <laughs> John Waters should be of... a, John Waters should be a mayor. Wouldn't it be great if John Waters was mayor of Baltimore? Wouldn't that be the greatest? Absolutely, absolutely. You seriously though should uh, go to a Sacramento Kings game and party I've down. Been to them. I, I'm not a I'm not a huge sports fan. Party like, down I don't hate with sports. the. I'm not. I want not you to like party down with the. I want you to party down with the Kings this year. I'll do my best, Tom, for you. There's a guy on the team named Demarcus Cousins, and he's good. He's fun to watch. But there's a lot of homeless. Yeah. Who can't get in. Uh, who can't get shelter. <laughs> but keep that team there. Yeah, yeah. Buddy, I appreciate the call. I appreciate you taking the call. Did you actually want to say something, or were you just uh, here just to, to say the word Sacramento, and then I just did a 10-minute routine on Sacramento? You did a great uh, routine on Sacramento. But oh, I know it was. Don't worry. Why is yeah. everybody... Hey, that was pretty good. Hey, that was great. I know it's great. This show's great. Like, who can do that? Only, only Nobody. Can... You yeah, listen exactly. to some of these other podcasts? There's these, these podcasts. Hey, son, first of all. Sorry. 
Uh, you ruined me, though. You've ruined me for the podcast. Grown of course they did because this is the this is the this is the highest level of of, of uh, anything with in terms of uh, the broadcasting arts. Using these other podcasts, these guys, if 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 all of a sudden you told them they have no guests for the show, they they couldn't do they would be they would be doomed. They couldn't they couldn't do it. They couldn't talk for three minutes. To, without 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 uh, having a conniption, they, they're terrified. They're terrified of not having a famous person in the room. Not the best show, man. We don't need any of it. You hear these guys? Wait, I don't know. Wait, I don't have five people in the room with me. What am I gonna <laughs> What am I gonna do? You're gonna talk. You tell a story. I talk for an hour. I even blink. Don't even blink. I can talk for an hour. But yet this show is in the in the tank, and everybody else is high on the hog, man. I'm going to tell you right now. People want to know, how do I help the best show? How do I help the best show? You know how you help the best show? You, we got we to gotta get this thing rolling, man. You gotta, we got to get uh, the people got to know about this thing. You got to tell everybody. You got to follow us on Facebook. You got to uh, uh, listen. You got to tell people the show's back. There's no reason the show shouldn't be the, the t- top dog in the mix. We got it. They don't have it, man. They don't have it. We got it here. You with me? They can't say anything about cool about Sacramento. Not to say anything cool about it. But you got a good It'll be team. Funny and be interesting. Yeah. Look, you're 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 most renowned. There's a guy just left. Uh, this guy. uh uh, uh, Bobby Bigler just left. He was a, a Sacramento resident, just split. So maybe things are getting a little less cool there. That sounds like a match game name. Match game? Yeah, Bobby Bigler. Um, I, you know what I need to, what do I need to do to make this show huge, buddy? What do I need to do? I don't know, Tom. I wish I knew. We gotta blow this thing up, man. Not blow it up in a bad way. Blow it up in a good way. We need to. Cl- we need to climb to the top of the mountain. If Mike had his way, we'd have some kind of weird. Like, he, we'd have like. <laughs> he'd be just like, "Hey, here's uh, you know, uh, the, or, or, you know, Irv the, uh, you know, the peeper." He'd like turn it into like, like a fourth rate, uh, like Howard Stern thing. <laughs> Hey, this is the this is the guy. He'd have the show. I'd be I'd be doing this show. It'd be me, uh, uh, Jason, and Pat, who are holding it down out there. Thank you, infinite thanks to Jason and to Pat, and also to Mike and to Brendan and to Martine and to Jeff. I thank everybody. But if Mike had his way, it would be me and him. And six guys who were like that that guy with r- rubber hands from uh, Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> of just different kinds of guys like that. Six six guys. What's that, Mike? Quir- quirks. Yeah, quirks. Yeah, quirky characters. Yeah. There's some quirky characters here. No, this guy... Uh, yeah, no, I, I can't do it. But I, I can't go down that road. We gotta blow this thing up, though, man. We gotta blow this thing up. We gotta take it to the top. And I'm not gonna play, I'm not gonna, uh, no dirty pool the way Mike wants to. Human exploitation, dunk tanks, and, uh, eat the, eat this for, we'll laugh at you while you eat this, and then 
will, you know, uh, spray you with a hose and it's freezing out. Well, I'm not going to do any of that. None of his ideas are tracking on this show. I reject all of his pitches. Can I make, make a suggestion? Go ahead. Uh, in the beginning of uh, the best show, you the FOT used to be called Sharpling's Army, and I think that's what you got to do. You got to get militant. You got to yeah, but that's I, I hate Army. all that. I hate all that stuff. I hate I hate when anybody's like not in the military, but then like they use just like they act like this is the military. It's like no, we're yeah. we're doing a a radio show right now. It's like Kevin okay. Garnett is another basketball player who'd always be just like we're doing the army. There's like an army out there. It's like it's not an army. You're, you just got, got $200 million in the bank. He's talking about, he's played basketball for two hours. He's talking about like he's in the <laughs> army out there. This guy, and also Kevin Garnett, he's one of the all-time uh, chickens of, of uh, the NBA. He always, if you Google him, uh, if you uh, YouTube him, there's clips of him. He only fights with like guys smaller than him. He's like 6'11", 7 foot. He only fights with guys smaller than him. But then the, the other day, he finally got into it with a guy his size who's like the biggest chump in the entire, in the last 20 years of the NBA. This guy, Dwight Howard, who, he looks like a bad uh, movie villain. He's got like one of those, he looks like <laughs> Snidely Whiplash. He's got one of those mustaches, those thin mustaches. I'm going to, what if Mike grew a thin mustache? You think that would help make people listen? Would you grow a thin mustache, Mike, for the show? He said no. He said no. Oh, Mike. The guys at Masses would kill him if he... Mike, the guys... No, I, I don't know if... I, <laughs> no, not trying to spoil things here. The guys at Masses are going to kill you. That's how this ends, Mike. <laughs> the guys at Masses kill you. I'm going to get killed by a listener... You're going to get killed by someone at masses. That's how this ends. <laughs> it's going to be like a casino. <laughs> Thank you for the call, buddy. Final two calls. Besho, you're on the air. Hello, Tom. Oh, good heavens. I know who this is. It is... It is the uh, the football maniac from Alabama. Your Armenia. Your national champion, Alabama. Yeah. What are they called again? Uh, the, the Crimson Tide. The Alabama Crimson Tide. They lost two games this year. They picked a bad time to lose that second. They did. Armenia thought- has some has somewhat subsided. I, I would I would think that it I would hope that it would. You're not still supposed to yeah. be like up. No. They're like they don't exist anymore. Those guys are back to being students. <laughs> what must that be like when you're just like Well you're a student again. Here's your books. Right. You ever see the players in town? You ever see the players? Well, you're not in the same town. Where? What no, town? In, Where are they? They're in They're in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Tuscaloosa. How far is Tuscaloosa from? For people who don't know, this is Jason from Huntsville, Alabama, the resident, uh, the one of the Southern gentlemen who is a is a uh, an all star caller to the show. 
He is to college football. He is to the calls on this show what the Arizona, not Arizona, Alabama, red what? Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide, yeah. He is to the callers on this show what the Crimson Tide is to college football, meaning he's the third best caller on the show. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to, like... Actually, actually, just to be clear, they were fourth. They were fourth. fourth. You're the fourth best yeah. caller on the show. I'm teasing. I know what it's like to watch your oh, team yeah. go up in flames. Well, it's wonderful is because ultimately it is of no consequence. Yeah. There's a moment when you're watching yeah. it and you yeah. care and you care more and then you care some more and then suddenly you catch yourself and you're like, I am not them. Right. I have zero control over this. I cannot invest too much in this beyond what I would invest in entertainment because it is not my life. I need to focus on the things I can control in my life and not act like I have any control over this. And and it's not like somebody's going to come in and raid your crops or, like, take your children off. You Mm -hmm. know, like in the old days, if your team lost. Yeah. Like, you know, your team, your army lost, that would happen, but... Yeah, no, this is... uh, This is not like that anymore. No. Now, the coach is this guy, Nick Saban, right? He's the coach? Yes. And yes. when a guy like that, he's like a, he's like a, uh, he's like an icon down there. He's like a god as he walks they through. They actually have built a statue of him already. And yes. he's still alive. Yes. <laughs> who would, yes. look, this guy might be the greatest guy on earth. I don't know who yeah, would sign still. off on a statue being built of yeah. them. Like, yeah, no, I'm cool with the statue. Like, we're talking about building a stat. That's my southern accent, too, by the way. I see, uh, Mr. Saban, coach. It's also weird when guys who, like, didn't play call him, like, coach. It's like, he wasn't your coach. Guys who he coached can call him coach. Yeah. We're just like, coach, we're, uh, we're talking about. Terrific, like, colonel. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What if he, what if. He promoted himself to Colonel Colonel <laughs> Saban. Colonel Saban, <laughs> like I, I would support that. Colonel Coach Saban, we uh, we want to build a statue of you. Yeah, sure. No, that sounds good. No, I'm into it. I couldn't imagine. How can anybody be cool with that? It's like who wouldn't say? Not yet, guys. That's way. It's way too early to build a statue of me. What is he in his mid fifties? Probably. Yeah, he's still going to play coach for two more teams before he's done. And you got plenty of time to kind of—I mean, it may it never happen—but to do some things that may not be statue worthy in your life. <laughs> exactly. I think yeah. you can go to the Penn State campus. Yeah. I think in a uh, in an, I think in the room where they keep the the uh, the uh, road salt, there's a there's a statue in there you might want to check out. Of uh, Joe Paterno. Remember the uh, they had a statue of that guy on campus. Yeah. Where is that? That statue must be in a thing. It must be like the Raiders of the Lost Ark room, like the final <laughs> shot in Raiders of the Lost Ark. 
just in a giant warehouse with boxes everywhere, and one of the boxes has the Joe Paterno statue in it. What if I contacted Penn State and offered them $20 million for the Joe Paterno statue? Like, all we need to do is find out that they're willing to talk about it. That's the, that's that's the damning thing. Not that the deal yeah, goes through. Story. Yeah. $20 million. Well, we're going to have to get back. We're going to need to consider this. And go, oh, that's all we needed. You're going to consider Statue it. Gate. Statue gate. Statue gate. What if a bigger Joe Paterno statue went up? They just doubled down. <laughs> like That would be the greatest thing. It would be like if there was a Bill Cosby statue of this this Bill Cosby who should be launched into space. Bill Cosby. and uh, But like the way people honor him, if like when people double down on like bad dudes, it's always amazing. Like, yeah. There's no harm in cutting bait, not wanting to be associated well, with a creep. I understand the instinct because there's there's a part of me because I loved those records when I was a kid. Okay. A lot. What you records? Know, those Cosby records. The Cosby records. Oh, the Cosby records. I thought you meant the Joe Paterno records. <laughs> yeah, 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 the Joe Paterno records. He did some folk albums. He looks like he could have. He looks like he could have <laughs> run a folk club. Yes. Little coffee. Little uh, coffee house. I don't know. Your hair's a little long. Your hair's <laughs> a little. Your hair's a little long. Go get a haircut, <laughs> then you can come back and play. None of this protest of stuff. Get this protest stuff out of my club. There's part of it. There's always a part of you that doesn't want the terrible thing to be real. Of course, because that means a terrible thing happened. Yeah, right. It would be great if the terrible thing was turned out to be wrong. That would be fantastic. Yeah. But that does not appear to be the, the case. No. I'm telling you. All these dudes, launch them into space. Right, set the controls for the heart of the sun. Pink Floyd had it figured out. Space shuttle with Bill Cosby on it. The Joe Paterno statue. <laughs> Nick Saban put him on there because he didn't no, win at all. No, he didn't win at not all. He didn't win at all. That's a crime, as far as I'm concerned. I still support Colonel Saban. <laughs> you support Colonel Saban? I do. What about uh, uh, who is that? Lane Kiffin is that guy play with uh, coach with him or something? Yeah, he's a uh, offensive. Everybody uh, hates that guy, right? Don't people hate him down here? Well, not down there. Everybody loves oh, no. him, but everywhere else in America, <laughs> they hate him. Possibly. What is he like a carpet bagger? He jumps from team to team. Well, and he's and he's down on the field. You know, like he's not uh -huh. up in a. Up in the and he, box. And he always looks like he's reading a Waffle House menu. He's got that card. Uh-huh. With, with all the plays on it. Yeah, like I see those guys with the card, and then some of them have like a wristband that they like flip open yeah. like they're uh, like they're uh, a robot trying to fix themselves. <laughs> trying, to, uh, trying to adjust their settings. I am overheating. Flip open. Wrist. Wrist control panel. Run. 32 wide. Sir, do you have anything or, or, or do you have anything Well, I was to just going to say that in an alternate, very quickly, because I know no, it's no, hours please, late. Please, no. uh, at the, and there's an alternate universe somewhere where the Princeton Tide did win this championship. Mm -hmm. sure. And I do believe there's also another alternate universe where you travel with Jell-O Man all the time mm -hmm. and just tell him not to do things. 
Well, that sounds like a TV show. It does sound like a TV show. I think we need to pitch that. Me and Joe. His life that. would be much less adventurous. <laughs> His life would be a lot, or mine would be a lot more adventurous. Yes, right. I don't like it. I love it. Well, we love you, Tom. Oh, I love you, Jason. You thank thank you okay. for the call. And I, and I love we love you corporately, and I love you individually. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate and you have a, a you you have a, a good night, and it's very good to hear your voice. I'm glad thank you. you you're here tonight. Thank you so much, buddy. I'll you have talk a good to evening. Bye bye. Bye. Final call. Best show. You're on the air. Hey, Tom. It's Sean in Orange County, California. What's up, Sean? Hey, well, I was thinking as much as I like delete mash as the new hashtag, I think Billy Joel sucks would be more appropriate. Uh, You know what? You, sir, are correct. Billy Joel, the hashtag for the best show now is not best show for life anymore. Because these people, these like people who are, are like, uh, say, uh, revenge tonight was very exciting. Hashtag best show for life. And also, is that really the best show for life? When you say that, no. when you say that, uh, uh, that, uh, when, when these people are saying some of these things that are, are the best show, are they really, really the best, the best show was Sons of Anarchy for life? No, it's just whatever is on. Yeah, exactly. Apparently life doesn't mean a whole lot to these people. They don't value their lives. They don't value shows either. Hashtag Billy Joel sucks. I love it. What's your name again, young man? It's Sean. Sean, you figured it out. You, I'm, you, I'm, I'm giving you a free pass now. You will not be hung up on the next three times you call. Oh, my gosh. That's right. But this time, you will be. Thanks, everybody, for uh, listening. I really do appreciate the support. We, uh, that, This is one of the hardest shows I had to do, and I now can look back and say it was a truly fun, satisfying night. And uh, I, we got here because you guys uh, are great. And thank you for everything you guys have done and all the support you've shown. And we will be back next week. And in the meantime, I'm going to play something from Kurt Vile. See you next week. <laughs>